MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. The field of 37 starters is completing the second of three pace laps before today's Tyson Holly Farms 400 gets underway. And now as they see the signal of one more lap before we get the start from the starter stand, let us take a swing around the North Wilkesboro Speedway, bring in the remaining of the six voices on our broadcast today covering the event. Turns one and two, the downhill side of North Wilkesboro Speedway. Before the field works their way downhill into turn number one, then swings uphill off of turn number two, they'll come into the view of Joe Moore of Hampton, Virginia, who covers the backstretch today. Alan, we're posted up on a stand in turn number four, looking back down into turn one and off uh, turn two and back out of that back straightaway. A lot of the passes that began in turn one actually are completed on the back stretch. Once you come off turn two, we see a lot of great side-by-side battles there, but by the time you get to the end of the back straightaway, then the cars have to get back in line single file. We'll follow this action here down the back stretch today. Pace car behind the pit wall. They come down the line, getting ready to go under the green for the final time here at North Wilkesboro to start the Tyson Holly Farms 400. We're underway as they race off into turn number one. Jeff Gordon on the outside, Musgrave on the inside. little contact back in the pack. Looked like Kyle Petty and a couple of other cars get together as, uh, together as the leaders are up in three. Still side by side, racing back into turn three. Musgrave slips up off the bottom just a tad, but Gordon still up alongside him off four. Gordon on the outside now. Hamilton behind Musgrave, kind of bottled up there. Gordon noses ahead at the start finish line and off into one. Gordon's up on the high side though. The downstairs lane is still open up for Musgrave, at least momentarily. Now it shuts down. Musgrave goes wide. It's Bobby Hamilton diving down on the inside lane. He'll challenge for second off turn four. He can't stay out in that outside groove too long. Ted Musgrave just literally forces his way in, gets back in there in third place as Gordon, the leader, takes him back to turns one and two. Hamilton rides second. Musgrave is third. Mark Martin's fourth. And Ernie Irvin is fifth. Back to three. Now we'll see what Bobby Hamilton has for Jeff Gordon. He's right behind him trying to sneak down on the inside lane in turn four. Gordon Strong, though, still showing the way, but now Hamilton tries to make his move. Hamilton slips the back end, though, of the Pontiac as he zips up off of four, has to go back in line behind Gordon. Now he'll look inside him again off turn two. Off turn two and down the back straightaway. Here is Hamilton now looking to the inside for the lead, while for the third spot, side by side, Musgrave opens up. Mark Martin gets by. Now they're side by side up front. Bobby Hamilton made the move at the bottom of the racetrack in the middle of three and four. It gets him the lead for the moment as he goes back into turn number one. He shuts Jeff Gordon down and comes away with a lead. They're off two. Bobby Hamilton strong, showing the way off turn two. He's got a car length advantage now over second place, Jeff Gordon. Mark Martin is third, Ernie Irvin fourth. Now it's side by side for fifth off four. Johnny Benson slips up to the inside of Ted Musgrave and grabs fifth. That opens the lane for Derek Cope to try and get sixth away from Musgrave, who continues to be stuck up on the high side of the racetrack. Musgrave struggling to try to bring that Ford back down in the lower groove, but it's going to cost him yet again as Derek Cope's hooked up to the inside lane. Cope flashes by as he entered turn number three. He'll grab the sixth spot. Now Musgrave tries to pull down in front of Rusty Wallace. Everybody we talked to in the garage said they're going to be really racy for the first 30 or 40 laps. Rain here yesterday. Heavy rain last night. Washed all the rubber off this racetrack. So it's going to be very adhesive. They're going to get a good grip so they can really do some hard racing. That's exactly what they're doing right now. They're back in three. Change for the third spot. Ernie Irvin down on the inside of Mark Martin. He'll pick off that position off turn four. Olsen and Ted Musgrave continues to slip back. Rusty Wallace has gone by him. Now Dale Earnhardt is down to the inside of him. This should be for the eighth and ninth spot in one. Earnhardt's hooked up with the lower groove. Coming up off turn number two, he'll flash by Ted Musgrave. Musgrave finally now falling back in line behind Dale Earnhardt. Now the front ten cars are nose to tail. Eight laps on the scoreboard. Bobby Hamilton leads Jeff Gordon back in third place right now. Ernie Irvin. Mark Martin still hangs on the fourth. Good scramble going on for second as Irvin tried to take it away for just a moment on Jeff Gordon. 
Here they come, single file down the back straight away. That battle will go away. Further back, Earnhardt picks off a spot. That'll be the seventh position. He made the pass of Rusty Wallace on the back straightaway. Earnhardt up to seventh. Rusty Wallace back to eighth. Ted Musgrave is ninth. Michael Waltrip runs tenth with Sterling Marlin right behind him. Here's Ernie Irvin trying to get second away from Jeff Gordon. Irvin comes off turn number two, sees the inside lane open up momentarily, but Gordon slams the door, so Irvin falls back in line in the third spot and follows Jeff Gordon back to three. Ernie Irvin's car really sticking at the bottom of the racetrack. Jeff's car coming up a little bit, coming off the corner, giving a little opening at the bottom of the speedway, and Irvin takes advantage this time in turn one, gets underneath him, but Gordon will out-horsepower him off turn number two. Gordon again swings around on the outside. He'll hold off Ernie Irvin's advances. Further back, Ted Musgrave slips back by another position. Michael Walter got the groove underneath him off turn number two, so Michael Walter advances one spot closer to the front. Michael Waltrip up to ninth, Musgrave back to tenth. Here's Ernie Irvin again looking underneath Jeff Gordon for the second spot. Won't have enough room to make the pass. Irvin driving it a little bit deeper going into turn number one, but off turn two. Gordon seems to have the horsepower. Here now entering turn three. Irvin hugging the inside lane, trying to get up alongside, but he will not be able to do it. That's the race everybody on the speedway is watching right now. Ernie Irvin and Jeff Gordon going at it for second place. A couple of cars continue to slide back. Ted Musgrave is one of those. Bobby Hillen, who had a great qualifying run, has also lost about six or eight spots. Here's Earnhardt on the move in turn three. Earnhardt dives to the inside of uh, Derek Cope, grabs that spot closer to the front. Ernie Irvin finally completes the pass of Jeff Gordon. Irvin takes second. Earnhardt takes sixth away from Derek Cope. Now Earnhardt looking up to the outside of Johnny Benson for fifth as they swing through turn one. Earnhardt will try and get up alongside. Here goes Dale looking to the outside. Quickly thinks better of it. Falls back in line behind Johnny Benson. Now he'll try to nose down to the inside to get a piece of this fifth spot. He's up alongside Benson as they race off turn four. Earnhardt's had a strong race car here all weekend. A lot of guys we talked to in the garage this morning said yesterday in that short final practice session they had that he really had it hooked up. And that's proving to be true in the early going. The leader's back in three. Single file coming down the back straight away. Bobby Hamilton's lead extends now some three car lengths over a fast closing Ernie Irvin. Irvin trying to reel in Hamilton. Remember Hamilton just a week ago dominated the Haynes 500 at Martinsville. The wind slipped away from them though. He's trying to get back what he lost perhaps a week ago. Let's see if he can go to victory lane today. Checking the top ten. It is Hamilton the leader. Three, four car lengths over Ernie Irvin. Jeff Gordon runs third. Mark Martin fourth. Now Dale Earnhardt fifth. Sixth is Johnny Benson. Derek Cope is seventh. And Rusty Wallace is eighth. Then you've got about five, six uh, lengths of empty racetrack before Michael Waltrip in ninth. Then another five, six lengths of racetrack before Jeremy Mayfield, who's now moved up to the tenth spot off two. Couple of cars really having handling problems in the early going. Ted Musgrave has started on the bush pole. He's fallen way back beyond the top ten now. Also, Bobby Hillen, who started the eighth spot, continues to struggle trying to hold his car down. He's back at the second 20. You find out real quick here at North Wilkesboro, if the car goes away just a little bit, you're going to lose ground or you're going to lose it in a hurry. Let's go to pit road. Talking about Ted Musgrave, the problem is car is tight. He does not want to turn in the middle of the corners here. That could be very, very... Well, it could go down a lap early if you get your car too tight here in, Martin, uh, in North Wilkesboro. So the Musgrave car is tight. Does not want to turn good. And the other thing, uh, Bobby Hillen, we were talking about a moment ago, he got up against the outside wall off of turn number two in the practice yesterday morning. This is the same car. They didn't go to the backup, but they had to uh, make uh, some repairs on the machine, body work, that kind of thing. So some unknowns getting onto the racetrack with that car here today as to just exactly how it would perform after scuffing up the right side against the wall yesterday morning. The leader's up off two. Bobby Hamilton continues to show the way, maintaining four car lengths now over Ernie Irvin. Jeff Gordon rides along in third. Closest thing to a battle, back for about the fifth and sixth positions. Johnny Vincent there trying to hold off Derek Cope. Derek Cope gets a move on him coming off turn number four. Had the 
inside groove for just a moment. Benson swings it real wide, and that goes away in a hurry. 18 laps are complete in the Tyson Holly Farms 400. Series of pit stops under this first caution flag early in the Tyson Holly Farms 400. We recap beginning with Winston Kelly. Kyle Petty came in. He came in twice the first time. They took a spring rubber out of the right front, so changed right side tires. Then he came back in and changed left side tires. Brett Bodine was in a four-tire stop and took a round of wedge out of the right rear of his Ford. Quick report from Mike Bagley. Joe Nemechek was in. Also, Jeff Green, who's made two pit stops under this caution. Darrell Waltrip, Lake Speed, Robert Presley, also the Jimmy Spencer car, all around of Goodyear Eagle tires and a tank of Unical gasoline, except for Robert Presley, who may be coming back in for a track bar adjustment. Everyone getting routine service on this end of the pit lane. The Wicks Charity Challenge is on again today. Bobby Labonte and the Joe Gibbs team racing to raise money for the United Way. For the folks at Wicks Filters, a buck to the United Way for every lap that Bobby completes during the 1996 NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Over $6,500 raised so far. The updated total at the end of the race. Sterling Marlin also ducked in for a quick pit stop. He has gone back onto the racetrack. Pace car behind the pit wall. Bobby Hamilton brings him off turn number four, looking for the green flag. Ernie Irvin sits second, third right now. Jeff Gordon, Earnhardt. Started 11th, already up to 4th. We are under green as they race off into turn number 1. Let's see if Earnhardt's going to put a move on to try and take 3rd place away from Jeff Gordon up the back chute. For now, he stays in line, single file, working off turn 2, up the back straight away. Further back in the pack, Rusty Wallace tried to get a good jump as he dove down to the inside to take advantage. Hill 2 fall back in line behind Derek Cope. What this early caution has done is strung the field out over half the length of the racetrack. The cars at the tail end of the field, like Jimmy Spencer and Kyle Petty, are already a half a lap down to the leader who's off Two. Up front, Ernie Irvin starting to work on Bobby Hamilton a little bit. Going into turn one, he tried to stick the nose of his Ford down to the inside. Now Irvin falls back in line. Race is going to be for third. Earnhardt's going after Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt racing very early. As we said, he's already come from 11th to 4th, and he has strong thoughts of taking third away. He had the position on Gordon just a moment ago, coming off turn number four, but Jeff is strong with an engine when he comes off that corner. They're at it again in turn three. Earnhardt's with him coming into turn three. This time the nose of the black Chevrolet down to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Chevy Earnhardt gets the advantage off four. Earnhardt will take over the third position. Mark Martin will try and get up underneath Gordon and take away the fourth spot now. Martin slides his Ford up inside of Gordon's Chevy and one. Here they come side by side off turn two, up the back straight away. Mark Martin trying to gain the position. Gordon strong on the outside lane. They're still dead even racing into turn three, but now in four. Martin slides by and grabs the spot. Mark Martin moves up to fourth place. Darrell Walter put it into perspective about North Wilkesboro a lot of years ago when he said if you have a good handling race car at this track you can embarrass everybody and several guys out there right now do the leaders back in three here they come up the back straight away challenge back for the seventh spot Derek Cope to the inside of Johnny Benson now Rusty Wallace makes contact with Benson momentarily Rusty as well makes the pass here's Michael Walter now going by Derek Cope gets sixth. Rusty Wallace gets seventh. Michael Waltrip will now race inside of Benson for eighth and two. Here they come off turn number two down the back straightaway. Benson tried to hang on. Again, there was some slight contact between he and Rusty Wallace on that last half here in the quarter. Seems there's no significant damage to his car, but he will lose another spot. Jeff Bodine way off the pace. He got boxed up in some traffic coming off turn number four. Looked like he got tagged by two or three cars as they stacked him three wide there and checked up for just a second. A lot of sheet metal damage on Jeff Bodine's car. I think he went in. Did he go into the pits up there? Let's see if Mike Bagley's got him in sight. Yes, he did, and he has a flat left rear tire. The crew is having to pick the car up. Now they've gotten that flat left rear tire off, and they're having a problem getting the new tire on because there is sheet metal damage. 
The crew has now done that, but there is sheet metal damage to Jeff Bodine's QVC Ford. And Mark Martin kind of eased off the throttle and waved Jeff Gordon around on the backstretch, Joe. Yes, he certainly did. Looked like for a moment something had stalled in the car, but now he's back up to speed, but it did cost him one position. Might have shut down just a second. He might have had to switch ignition boxes or something, but Martin off way off the pace for just a second. He's back up to full speed right now. The leader is Bobby Hamilton. He rides ahead right now by three or four car lengths on, over Ernie Irvin, about a five-car length advantage for Irvin back to the third-place machine of Dale Earnhardt, who has really been on the move, but all of a sudden Earnhardt's cooled down a little bit. Jeff Gordon's fallen all the way back to fourth. Mark Martin is now fifth. Sixth is Derek Cope. Seventh is Rusty Wallace. Michael Waltrip rides eighth. Johnny Benson is ninth as they work up to turn three. Third in battle last lap for the, the 11th position. Wally Donald back and Jeff Burton going at it. They made some contact here at the corner. Burton completed the pass, picked up 11th, and Terry Labonte came with him into 12th. Jeff Bodine lost two laps for that unscheduled green flag pit stop. Joe Nemechek has also just made an unscheduled stop and lost two laps in his machine in the process. About to complete 36 laps of the 400 in today's race. The top 10, Bobby Hamilton in front of Ernie Irvin with Dale Earnhardt third, Jeff Gordon fourth and Mark Martin fifth, Derek Cope is sixth, Rusty Wallace seventh, Michael Waltrip is up to eighth, Johnny Benson is ninth, and Jeremy Mayfield rounds out the top 10. Wherever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. You can count on Hercules Tires to have your back when times are tough, all while adding money to your pocket. The purchase of four qualifying Hercules Tires through May 31, 2020 could get you up to a $70 Visa prepaid card. Visit HerculesTire.com slash spring rebate to learn more. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. At the North Wilkesboro Speedway, approaching what should be the first round of green flag pit stops for all of the race leaders, we're at lap 67, expected to see most of the men between lap 70 and 80 if the race were to go green from its beginning. Ernie Irvin, Bobby Hamilton, and now Mark Martin make up the front trio. Martin has chased down the front two, Barney, over these last several laps. Yeah, his car is coming back in very strong, as we were talking about on the commercial break. He faded back a little bit, and all of a sudden now he's about as quick as anybody out there. A moment ago, John Andretti got kicked up a little bit coming up through three and four. Joe Moore cost him several spots. Yeah, that was where the leaders were approaching Andretti, trying to put a lap on him. He saw him coming, tried to pull up, and I think pulled up a little bit too high, got in the loose stuff, and he slowed. Andretti now making the stop. So caution, a green flag rather pit stops having begun over the last several laps for some of the drivers deeper in the field. In fact, I see Jeff Gordon letting a couple lap cars go by him. Thought he might be going to make a break for the entrance to the pit lane, but has not for the moment. Heavy lap traffic for the race leaders now. Ernie Irvin has contact in front of the leader. The leader gets collected. Kyle Petty gets turned around. Irvin bumps him. The caution now as Petty spins across the front straightaway. Ernie Irvin and Bobby Hamilton make contact with Kyle Petty after he and Hutt Strickland got together at the exit of turn number four. The caution's out. You can almost see that one coming. They're about to stack them three deep coming off the turn, and the worst of it is going to be Kyle Petty. He got a lot of caved-in sheet metal on his cars. It's slammed into the outside wall, bringing out the second caution flag of the afternoon on lap number 71. So certainly we'll see everybody diving on the pit road. Here comes Ernie Irvin in. A lot of smoke coming out of the right side of that car, probably where sheet metal was caved in on it. We'll follow him down pit road and cover his pit stop as he works his way down toward his pit. Well, he goes right on through and will go back onto the racetrack. So we won't see anybody in until the pace car picks up the field, which Elmo Langley has now done in the backstretch. 
Back at North Wilkesboro Speedway under the second caution of the Tyson Holly Farms 400 when Kyle Petty got spun around off turn four. Ernie Irvin and Bobby Hamilton, the two race leaders at the time, made contact with his spinning car. Both Irvin and Hamilton have been on the pit lane for repairs. Jim Phillips is down in Hamilton's pit. Robbie Lewis, Robbie, what kind of damage do you have? It looks like it's just cosmetics, mainly the right front bumper, nose, and the fender. It got in. It had been rubbing. It had been a trouble. But uh, steering wheel still straight. He said he's good to go. That's Robbie Lewis, crew chief for Bobby Hamilton. Doesn't think the toe or anything like that's been affected. That is really critical here at North Wilkesboro. Ernie Irvin's car is back in the pits for a third time. Winston Kelly has been down in that area. Winston, what's the story there? Well, they've got a problem with the toe-in on the car. They're pulling the string out, which measures whether or not the car is towed like they want to, whether the front wheels and the rear wheels are lined up appropriately. They checked both sides of the race car. That time, a little bit of sheet metal damage on the right front of the car. Not a time to talk to Larry McReynolds as he's still working on the car, but not too much damage if the toe-in is okay. The race off pit road won by Mark Martin just a moment ago. He should be the leader. Coming out right behind him will be Jeff Gordon lining up third now. It's going to be Rusty Wallace. Fourth is Terry Labonte, and Dale Earnhardt will make up the top five when we go back to green. Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will pick the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award, the NASCAR driver getting the biggest break, good or bad, during the Tyson Holly Farms 400. We'll see $500 donated to charity on their behalf from Ray Bestis, the official breaks of NASCAR. Now we're still working caution. We've had uh, three, two so far here this afternoon, and probably we'll see many, many more before the day is over. This is short track racing, and you're going to make a lot of contact, just like we saw up there off turn four. Sometimes they're going to get three wide. Sometimes somebody's going to check up a little bit. Car not working real well off the corner, and you're going to see a lot of spins. Kyle Petty has been in and off pit road. He was the one who hit the wall here coming off that uh, corner a moment ago to cause the other two cars to get caught up in the accident. I believe, Alan, there's not that much damage, as we heard from Bobby Hamilton's car. Ernie Irvin probably has a few problems there that they'll have to work on, but he's going to be okay, too, I think. Ernie Irvin's biggest problem was that he lost a lap on the pit lane after his crew finished a service to his car on his first pit stop. He was penalized a 15-second penalty for too many men over the wall, so he was held there and in that time lost a lap. So Irvin now is running back in the 32nd position, one lap behind the race leaders. Set for the restart now. John Andretti, Joe Nemechek, Jeff Bodine, some of the Lap cars down to the inside of the leader, Mark Martin, as the field comes off four. Off number four, green flag goes in the air. They punch the button, head off to turn number one. The lap traffic going to be a factor for leader Mark Martin. If he can clear it, he'll be okay, and he does as he gets around, heading off turn two. Martin gets around the first lap car in line. That is the John Andretti machine. He hugs the inside lane, allowing Jeff Gordon, the second-place car, also to get by as they enter turn four. Jeff Gordon now clear of the traffic. Rusty Wallace is in behind John Andretti. Rusty, the third-place car. Here's fourth-place Terry Labonte working lap traffic in one. He swings up to the outside of Joni Macek. Meanwhile, Rusty Wallace. Now goes to work on John Andretti trying to get by. Rusty running along in the third spot while Terry Labonte swings wide to get by Joe Nemechek. Here now comes Jeff Bodine and Johnny Vincent making contact in the corner. They sort it out off turn four. Everybody with a new set of Goodyear Eagles on the car. They're going to be a little frisky here for the first 20 laps or so until the tires give up just a little bit. So we're going to see a lot of hard-nosed racing. Earnhardt's one of those also that's caught back there with some of that lap traffic around him. He and Rick Mass getting at it, although Rick isn't a lap down as they work back into three. Mass trying to root his way down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt to make the pass. Those two going at it off turn four. They're side by side. 
Working now off the corner, down the front straightaway, and back off of the turns one and two. Looking a bit further back into the field, some of the drivers who were up in the front pack a short time ago try to pick their way through. The field works up into three. Single file up at the head of the pack, still that fifth place battle. Well, now it goes away. Earnhardt did finally clear Rick Mast. Earnhardt now working on the lap car of Jeff Bodine. And looking a little further back in the field, some more cars trying to work out of some of that lap traffic and get up there toward the front and run down the leaders right now. Daryl Waltrip's one of those. Derek Cope is also another one along the Ricky Craven. That pack of traffic's in three. Craven working alongside Jeff Burton. Both those cars on the lead lap racing side by side in and amongst them. Several of the lap cars really kind of complicated the issue back here. 28 of the 37 original starters are on the lead lap at this point. We're at lap 83 of 400 in today's race. Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, Terry Labonte, and Dale Earnhardt make up the top five. Hi, I'm Ricky Rudd. Being a NASCAR driver, I know a few things about engines. The motor oil I use is Exxon Superflow, and I'll tell you why. Listen to this. That's the sound of my race car starting. And that's the sound of my family car starting. Now, which one do you think is tougher on your motor oil? You're probably thinking race car. Well, as demanding as my race car is on motor oil, and it's pretty hard on it, my family car is also very demanding in a lot more ways. And that's what Exxon Superflow is made for. For starters, it's got super cold flow enhancers that get it to the moving parts fast. It's got additives to control sludge and other deposits. And no matter how hot it gets in there, Superflow just keeps on working. That's why I use Exxon Superflow in my race car and my family car. Because, hey, if that engine goes, <laughs> that comes out of my pocket. Front four have broken away from the rest of the field right now just after the restart here at North Wilkesboro. Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, and Terry Labonte with about two seconds and three lap cars between themselves in fifth place, Dale Earnhardt. From the North Wilkesboro, uh, we continue uh, moving along at lap 87 and the race lead in the hands of uh, Mark Martin who's about to catch Ernie Irvin. Mark Martin has chased Ernie Irvin down. He's got some serious problems on the car right now. Likely will be back in the pits here in another few laps as the leader just eases around him. He gets down to the bottom of the racetrack. Real hard scrambles going on for second place now between Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace. Rusty's strong over in three. Wallace trying to take the outside lane to bypass Gordon coming off turn two, but they had approached the Ernie Irvin car. Both had to fall back in line single file. Working a little bit farther back in the pack, Derek Cope and Jeff Burton racing for the seventh and eighth spots. Jeff Burton will take that position away from Derek Cope down the front straightaway. They'll head back off at a turns one and two. Triple in turn four. Robert Presley spins momentarily, making some contact with Bobby Hillen. Hillen got some sheet metal bent out. Will we stay under the green? Green flag will stay out as both get the car straightened out, move on down the racetrack, and head off into turn number one. The leader's going to be approaching Robert Presley here in just a second. Still a good, strong battle for second place. Rusty Wallace really wants to get up there and take a shot again. He's back in three. Wallace has tried the outside groove, and now coming to turn three, he'll try to stick the nose of his forward down the inside of Jeff Gordon. He is there, ready to make the move off turn four. Wallace slides up alongside, gets the front fender up about to the driver's window on Gordon's car. Now as they head off into one, we'll slide up in front of Gordon and take over the second spot. Wallace grabs the second spot. All this going on. Some four car lengths behind Mark Martin. Further back for a fifth. A great battle there. Rick
Eric Bass trying to get back around Dale Earnhardt. They were racing side by side 15 or 20 laps ago. Now Mass tries to make the move off four. Rick Mass able to get underneath Dale when they come off the corner. He's got position on him going into turn number one, and Rick Mass will move around Dale Earnhardt and take over the fifth position. Meanwhile, the front pack's over in three. Mark Martin continues to move away. Four car links his margin now over Rusty Wallace, while Terry Labonte starts closing in on third place, Jeff Gordon. Terry Labonte drawing in and seeing if he can find an opening to get around his teammate now and slide up into the third spot. For now, Labonte tracks him in the middle of one and two. Single files away. They race up the back straightaway now with Mark Martin at the head of the pack. Terry Labonte for now content to ride just in behind Jeff Gordon. Bernie Irvin peels off. He is coming back into the pits yet another time. At lap number 94 is when he'll make the stop. Bobby Hillen also on pit road as he got caught up in one of the accidents a little bit earlier. Right front quarter panel of that car shredded up pretty good as he heads down to his pit in turn one and Jim Phillips is there. Well, the right front fender's got quite a bit of damage. I'm sure they got the tire too, so the crew's going to work on the right side. That's where the major part of the damage is on the right front of Bobby Hillen's machine. And the problem on the uh, Ernie Irvin automobile, the right front tire is towed out, meaning that it doesn't want to turn when it gets into the corner and in the middle of the corner. They're also taking this time to peel off, use one of these air guns to peel off some of the sheet metal on the right front of Ernie Irvin's car. So the former leader of this race with some very serious problems here this afternoon. Coming up on the 100th lap mark, why don't we take a quick set of the standings now and uh, reset things. Several drivers losing laps early in the race with pit stops just before that uh, second caution flag uh, brought the field to pit road, those who had stayed on the racetrack. It is uh, Mark Martin, the leader, with Rusty Wallace in second, Jeff Gordon third, Terry Labonte fourth, and now Rick Maston fifth. Dale Earnhardt is sixth. Jeff Burton is seventh. Derek Cope eighth. Sterling Marlin is ninth. And Jimmy Spencer runs tenth. Eleventh is Ricky Craven. Ken Schrader's twelfth. Thirteenth is Darrell Waltrip. Bobby Hamilton's back in fourteenth. And Bill Elliott runs fifteenth. Sixteenth is Dale Jarrett. Seventeenth, Bobby Labonte. Eighteenth, Michael Waltrip. Brett Bodine is nineteenth. And Ricky Rudd is twentieth. Twenty-first is Morgan Shepard. Twenty-second, Kenny Wallace. Lake Speed is twenty-third. Twenty-fourth belongs to Ted Musgrave. Hutt Strickland is twenty-fifth. And Robert Presley is twenty-sixth. The last car on on the lead lap. A lap down in 27th is Jeff Green, Joni Machek in 28th, Johnny Benson in 29th, and 30th Dave Marcus. Also Kyle Petty's a lap down in 31st. Two laps down in 32nd is John Andretti, Jeff Bodine 33rd, Jeremy Mayfield in 34th, and Bobby Hillen now in 35th. Running four laps down in 36th is Wally Dallenbach. Ernie Irvin shows seven laps down and is in 37th position. Rusty Wallace just took the lead away at lap number 98. Coming through turns three and four, he got underneath Mark Martin up in the middle of the corner, ran him down the front straightaway, and now he is in front, dropping Mark back to second place. Jeff Gordon falls back to third. Terry Labonte still rides fourth, and Rick Mast is fifth as they're over in turn three. Leaders now catching some more slower traffic. They'll come up on Ernie Irvin's slower car. Robert Presley also riding along with Irvin as Rusty now tries to find a way to get by. Rusty Wallace looking as the lap traffic's double wide in front of him. Robert Presley will zip to the outside of Ernie Irvin, but still Wallace boxed in in two. Wallace trying to swing to the outside, now gets by Ernie Irvin, falls in behind Robert Presley, now drops to the inside of him. It allows Mark Martin and Jeff Gordon to tighten up on the race lead. One thing you like about Rusty Wallace, when he's on the speedway and he's got a car dialed in, whether he's leading or running fifth or whatever, and it's good enough to work up through the field,
field. He doesn't fool around with traffic. When he catches somebody, he'll either tap you real quick and let you know he's there, or he'll find a way to get around you. They're back in three. He's found a way to get by Robert Presley, racing along beside him for about a half a lap. Now finally clears that car. Here goes Mark Martin and Gordon as well, going by the slower car of Presley. Presley running in 26, now goes a lap down to the race leader, Rusty Wallace. It is Wallace, Martin, and Gordon, a three-car breakaway. Terry Labonte's only about two more car lengths back. All work in the inside groove, flashing up off turn number two, hitting us back straight away. Further back, Dale Earnhardt losing contact with Rick Mast after Mast took fifth back several laps ago. Jeff Burton beginning to close in on Earnhardt in a race for six. Jeff Burton had chased him down through one and two just a moment ago. Now falls back maybe a car length or so as Earnhardt's going to have to thread his way through some traffic over in turn number two and up the back stretch. Earnhardt takes the high groove to get by Ernie Irvin. All the while, Jeff Burton right up on his bumper. They'll close in now on the slower car of John Andretti coming to turn number three. Earnhardt begins to pick his lanes to the outside of Andretti. Change for ninth and tenth in the last couple of laps. Jimmy Spencer moved around Derek Cope and up into ninth. Derek now tenth with Sterling Marlin and Ricky Craven drawing in on him as they work traffic in one. Off turn number one, two to turn number two. Now flashing up off two and down the back straight away. All those cars fall back in line single file. Entering turn three though, Marlin dives to the inside of Derek Cope. Racing side by side for that spot while Ricky Craven waits for a lane to open up. Sterling's car running a lot better after that round of pit stops a moment ago and Dale Jarrett too has really come alive. He was riding along at the tail end of the field a little bit earlier. Now he's all the way up to 15th position. 107 laps are complete in the Holly Farms 400. Lap 110 just been completed by race leader Rusty Wallace. He has four car lengths over Jeff Gordon, who is in second, Mark Martin third, and Terry Labonte fourth, and right on Gordon's bumper. And now fifth place Rick Mast, another couple seconds off of his back bumper. And just as we say that, Terry Labonte moves around Mark Martin and up into the third position. From the North Wilkesboro Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Rusty Wallace's lead over second place Jeff Gordon is closing rapidly. Gordon now down to one car length over Wallace over just the last few laps. Terry Labonte a couple of seconds behind them with Mark Martin and now Rick Mast right on his back bumper. Mast drawing in rapidly in the fifth spot. Rick's got a good running car here this afternoon. He did have last weekend uh, up at Martinsville. He's running very strong. They've been very consistent in the last few races. Right now, he hangs with Mark as they go off turn number two. Let's see if he puts a move on in the back straight. Mark drops to the inside, lets Rick flash by. The same thing happened several laps ago when Terry Labonte was putting the pressure on Mark. Seems he just pulled over and let him go. It's happened yet again, and now Mast moves up to the fourth spot. A couple times uh, early in the race, that would be now the third time we've already seen in the event that Mark has appeared to just pull over and wave somebody on by down the back straightaway. We see it happen sometimes in a race. That's uh, fairly frequently in the early part of the going here, Barney. I don't think uh, that's particularly something that Mark wants to do. I don't know what the problem is coming up off the corner, but you don't pull over like that. It's almost like he had a problem with the car that it just shut off, but whatever. But I've got to think that Mark has some kind of a problem not just pulling over and letting traffic go. Rick Mass just got around Terry Labonte as they scramble up to three. Gained the third spot by diving down to the inside of Terry Labonte. He just gone by Mark Martin the previous lap, so Rick Mass on a charge. He's now up to third. Rick Mast, who has finished uh, fourth uh, his season best runs in each of the last two weeks, both at uh, Dover here. Excuse me, he's posted his season's best run each of the last two weeks, his finish at Dover, and then upping that to a fourth place run at Martinsville last week, so Mast has that Pontiac dialed in on the short Short track pretty well now as he continues to try and draw in on the front pair. 
Wallace and Gordon nose to nose now. And here goes Gordon looking down to the inside of Wallace as they get to one. Rusty shuts the door. They're in traffic in two. They'll have to go single file as they approach the slower car of Kyle Petty. Also, they're closing in on Darrell Walton. We talked about how he had worked into the top ten earlier. His Chevrolet has completely gone away. The leader's now about to put a lap on him. Leaders come off turn number four. Rusty Wallace looking at rear view mirror. And all of a sudden, Jeff Gordon is there. Now, getting to Rusty's one thing. He'll make you work for every inch of real estate. Very likely, if he doesn't have to give up the inside groove, Joe, he'll make him work around on the outside if he gets around at all. They're back in three. If he can catch Rusty. Rusty pretty strong on the straightaway, but Gordon seems to have a little bit better handling car in the corner. Here they come again, now approaching that slower traffic off turn four. Dale Earnhardt beginning to rally back up. He has closed in on Terry Labonte and now goes down to the inside of Labonte as the leaders really mix it up in traffic in two. Tightening up, getting by Brett Bodine and going down the back straightaway. Single file, Rusty leading the way with now Rick Mast making that a three-way battle up front. Brett coming out of the throttle a little bit, going up the back chute, now brings his car on to pit road as they work back around the speedway. Let's go to the pits. And the problem on Brett Bodine's Lowe's Ford is a flat left rear tire. It went down just coming off the turn number four. So he had to go all the way around. He's pitting just inside turn four. The crew's going to take this opportunity to put four tires up. On, they're on the left side of the car, and they're having to lift it up to jack it up and change the left side rubber. Lap 123, the unscheduled green flag stop for Brett Bodine. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, and Rick Mast all nose to tail for the race lead. Farther back, Jeff Burton has moved around Terry Labonte for the fifth position. Kicked Terry back into the sixth position. All of those drivers now, for the most part, free of race traffic for the next several trips around the speedway. As Wallace, Gordon, and Rick Mast now sweep down into turn number one and two. Traffic will loom ahead in the next few laps. All three cars working the inside groove. Now flashing up to the outside lane. Single file coming down the back straightaway. They fall in now behind the next car in line, which is Lake Speed. They're about to put 125 laps on the scoreboard here in the Tyson Holly Farms 400. Jeff Gordon had a run on the leader going down the front straightaway. Still got a good one. He's inside Rusty Wallace off turn number two, and Rick Mast is a player also in that. Side by side up front with Gordon trying to get by. Slight contact about halfway down the back straightaway. Gordon comes out of the throttle momentarily. He'll fall back in line for now. Gordon looks again, though, low on Rusty Wallace. Off four. He's got the wheel up alongside Wallace's fender. This time they go side by side down into one. We'll see who wins the race up off two. Gordon Chevy racing for the lead on the back straightaway. Jeff Gordon with the inside lane as they approach the tail end of the field. Gordon flashes by. Here comes Rick Mast. He's trying to get by for second. He and Rusty make contact. Rusty slides up the banking, and they're still going at it up four. They got pinched a little bit coming in the corner, got side-by-side, side, touch. Both cars kick sideways, and the leader has, has opened up a lot of daylight on the front two as they work back to turn three. Rick Mass with the second spot. Now here to the inside of him comes a slower car, Brett Bodine. The lane opens up. Mark Martin now moves to the next position. He gets by Rusty Wallace. Now he'll go after Mast. Brett Bodine's car is slower only because it's laps down. He's just come off the pit lane with fresh tires. He will make the leader look like they're chained to a stump over the next couple laps around the speedway. The leaders out there on their older, more worn tires. It's Jeff Gordon out in front with Rick Mass now second. Mark Martin has taken over third. Rusty Wallace slips back to fourth. Jeff Burton is fifth, followed by Dale Earnhardt and Terry Labonte at lap 129. Back at North Wilkesboro Speedway, Jeff Gordon has just put Bush pole sitter Ted Musgrave a lap down. Musgrave running in 21st position. Now 20 machines left on the lead lap. Gordon goes after 20th place. Michael Waltrip off two. Here he comes off to the second turn, hitting the back straight away, going down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. Waltrip gives him room for a moment. Now comes down. They make slight contact. 
Now Waltip goes wide. Gordon makes the pass to the inside. As we said last week at Martinsville, Gordon has become a master at working traffic, keeping the car out of trouble even when it's two and three wide sometimes. He seems to find a way to get around some of the lap traffic and continue to get good lap times. He does it again here at lap 137 as he leads Rick Mast and Mark Martin over to turn three. Here they come down to the inside. He'll try to clear Michael Waltip. He stayed up alongside Gordon for a while, but now Gordon will complete the pass. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. Live coverage of the Tyson Holly Farms 400 on Motor Racing Network from North Wilkesboro Speedway in North Carolina. Just joining us, Ted Musgrave started on the Bush Pole, gave the lead up on the very first trip around the Speedway to Jeff Gordon. Gordon then gave the lead up on lap four to Bobby Hamilton, who led until lap 51 when Ernie Irvin passed him. Then with Irvin and Hamilton running first and second, Kyle Petty got turned around off turn number four at lap 70. Both Irvin and Hamilton made contact with him, and after stays on the pit road for repairs, both are back in the race. Hamilton on the lead lap. Irvin a couple of laps down. At that point, the race lead was handed over to Mark Martin, then Rusty Wallace, and now Jeff Gordon out in front. And that is where we stand at 140 of the 400 laps. All 37 starters are still on the racetrack and in the event. This mid-race update, sponsored by Sports Image. Attention, Dale Earnhardt fans. Join the 1996 Dale Earnhardt Fan Club now for only $15. And you can have an opportunity to purchase the inaugural Fan Club Edition die-cast car for members only, featuring the club insignia and year on the famous Black Monte Carlo. Call Sports Image today if you'd like more details. The number's toll-free, 800 800- 342-7612. Dale Earnhardt's car seems to have come alive again. He just moved around. Jeff Burton just a moment ago to put himself back up in fifth place. Joe Hill dropped back a little bit, seemed to be off a little bit for four or five laps, and then the car will get strong again all of a sudden. Yeah, he did just kind of turn up the wick for a few moments. Uh, he was following Jeff Burton for the last several laps and finally decided to make the pass, saw his opening went for it, and now he stretches out his margin by a car length and a half over Burton. Talked about Mark Martin falling back three different times in the race and letting other cars by him and speculated whether Mark was just waving the traffic by or had some sort of problem with the car. Jim Phillips has checked down in Mark Martin's pit. Jim, what's the update? Well, I talked to Steve Beal. He said, uh, just like you said, Alan, he's motioning people by. Didn't want to push the issue at that point. We talked about these tires. He said, if you light these tires up and you start going sideways on this racetrack, you're going to be jumped in about 20 laps. So he just... Somebody wants to go faster at this point in the race, let them go. Has been a frustrating day for Jeff Bodine. Had a tire get cut down early in the event. Got some sheet metal caved in on the right rear fender of the car. He is back on pit road again. There's going to be many, many laps off the pace. We are at lap 145. Here's Michael Walter bringing his Sitco Ford into the pits. As he winds his way around here, we're watching the leader right now. As he can, this may be scheduled pit stops coming up. As Michael Waltrip dives in, we also see a couple of other cars coming in up in turn number four. Looks like Bobby Labonte will make his stop. Michael is down in front of Jim Phillips. Right side, tires are on. Going around the left side, the Sitco Ford, the first can of Unical gasoline is in. You're on lap 146. More tires and gasoline from Michael Walford. Been about 74 laps since the leaders all came down the pit lane under caution, so we expect that we'll probably see most of the front runners on the pit lane in the next 15 laps anyway. 
for uh, green flag service unless we should see the yellow flag between now and then. For now, Jeff Gordon, the race leader, continues out on the racetrack with Rick Mast about a car length behind him and another five back to Mark Martin, but they've got some heavy traffic right in front of them. Yeah, there's about seven or eight cars, some of those running two and three wide going off into the corner. Jeff Gordon elects to go around the outside as he moves around Hut Strickland, but there's about four or five more directly ahead as he's heading up to turn three. Real busy in front of the race leader a few moments ago. Contact was made by Kenny Wallace. A couple of the cars kind of broke loose here in the corner just in front of the race leaders. Here goes Gordon now, swinging to the outside to start clearing some of that traffic. Goes to the outside of Hut Strickland, who now goes three wide with Rick Mast on his outside and Kenny Wallace at the bottom. Strickland sees the move with the second place car outside of him and gives way. And it allows Jeff Gordon to build up his lead once again. A couple more car lengths over Rick Mast. Mast now clears that traffic, tightens up again on Gordon's rear deck. A couple more pit stops down in front of Winston Kelly. Bobby Levani was in and just over 18 seconds, 18 and a half to be exact. A great pit stop for the Interstate Batteries crew. Morgan Shepard completing a four-tire stop in his Ford. No chassis adjustment. Unical gasoline, four tires and away. These would be scheduled pit stops. Joe Nemechek also drops off the speedway and brings his car to the attention of his pit crew. At lap 150, we're seeing some pit stops come up with some of the cars that are still on the lead lap. Terry Labonte getting a little high up in turn number four as a couple of cars get underneath him. Terry has been up in the front of the field for a good part of the afternoon, but a couple of times the car has kind of gone away on him also. Terry right now just kind of hanging on until the next time his machine will come down the pit lane for service, kind of skating around, slipping and sliding a little bit. Rick Mast continuing his pursuit of race leader Jeff Gordon as they continue to work more traffic in one. They also encounter some cars just coming up off the pit lane. Also saw a change for position to the top five a few laps ago. Dale Earnhardt made the move by Rusty Wallace. A couple other lap cars that have fresher rubber also have cleared Wallace's car. So Earnhardt getting by, beginning to close in on the front three. More pit stops right now. Derek Cope is on pit road. Sterling Marlin is bringing his car in, and Ricky Rudd is in the pits. Let's go down quickly to Winston Kelly. Well, the crew working on the right side first of the Derek Cope car. Now they wheel around to the left side of the car. Rich Barron cranks the car up. So they can finish the four-tire stop. Ricky Rudd on pit road. It'll be a four-tire stop there. Now to Jim Phillips. Early Marlins crew around the left side to complete his stop. Four tires into Cal Gasoline. 18.2 seconds of the stop for the Kodak Chevrolet. Expect the leaders in shortly. We're at lap 154 of 400. Jeff Gordon and Rick Mast out front. Pit stops for drivers among the top ten. Dale Earnhardt, Terry Labonte, and Jeff Burton in. Jim Phillips. Four tires of gasoline. Here comes Ted Musgrave. He's the push pole winner today. Friday. His car's been tight. Now he was loose. They're going to make a chance adjustment. Rusty Wallace did his stop at 17-4. Bobby Hamilton has been in. Here comes Jeff Gordon. The race the leader in the pit right now. The Rainbow Warriors going to work on the right side first of all. Putting in the first can of Unical gasoline right behind him is Mark Martin. We're on lap 162 on these pit stops. The Warriors are on the left side, so it's going to be more tires and gasoline for Jeff Gordon. More pit stops a moment ago up in front of Winston Kelly. Uh, just a lap earlier, Terry Levani came in, got four tires and gasoline, no visible chassis adjustments unless they did it with air pressure. 18.25 seconds. He came in just behind Jeff Burton, who's pitting two pit stalls ahead of him and got out just ahead of him. So a good stop for both these crews, four tires and gasoline. 
all of those cars that made their stops now back on the racetrack together and in some heavy, heavy traffic. Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace right nose to tail on the speedway now, working with about six lap cars around them in one. Here they come off turn number two now, hitting the back straightaway, cutting a path down to the inside of all that traffic. Gordon is able to clear. He goes in wide. Rusty tries to dive underneath him in turn three. Bobby Hamilton also came out just about the same time. He has four new tires on his machine along with Bill Elliott and Kenny Schrader. They're all in that pack of traffic. Let's follow that race again around off turn two. Still got some more slower cars. They're approaching as they come off turn number two. Jeff Gordon showing the way with Rusty trying to get by. Here they come down to the inside of Darrell Walter. Gordon pinched to the inside. Rusty tried to swing around to the outside. Back in single final. Tremendous battle up front. This is the race for the lead between Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace with Bobby Hamilton. A lap down trying to get around them and get back in the hunt for the win. They're off two. Rusty looks for the outside lane now. Coming off turn number two. Now dives down to the inside. Entering turn three. Rusty's there trying to get the nose of his Ford underneath Jeff Gordon. Gordon slams the door. will hold him off yet again. Jeff's car working extremely well through the middle of the corner. Rusty tries him in turn number one. He's going to drive in right underneath him, not give him a chance to shut the door on him. This time it is a dead heat off turn two. Rusty comes up off turn number two a little bit faster. Got the steam going on the back straightaway. He'll bypass to pick up the lead. Bobby Hamilton dives to the inside to come by as well. Rusty Wallace will go by, back out in front at lap number 167. Why don't we set the lead lap for you now after the green flag pit stops. Let you know where your favorite driver is. The leader is Rusty Wallace with Jeff Gordon in second. Mark Martin third. Rick Mastin fourth. And Dale Earnhardt fifth. Sixth is Sterling Marlin. Seventh position belongs to Dale Jarrett. Eighth is Ricky Rudd. Ninth is Michael Waltrip. And tenth is Terry Labonte. Jeff Burton is 11th. Twelfth is uh, Ricky Craven. Morgan Shepard is 13th. Bobby Labonte is 14th. And Kenny Wallace is 15th with Hut Strickland 16th. And he is the last car on the lead lap, though Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon are closing in on him rapidly. Now Bobby Hamilton going around Rusty Wallace. Hamilton running in the 17th spot, so now he becomes the last car on the lead lap. So those 17 machines are at the front of the field. Good move for Bobby Hamilton. It's good hard heads-up driving there to get himself back in contention to maybe win this race and keep from being a lap down. Bobby Hillen back in on his car that had a little damage earlier this afternoon, still out there running. Here they come off turn number four. Rusty Wallace, once he gets a car dialed in, as we said, Rusty doesn't fool with traffic very much. When he catches you, he'll hang around just a second or two, and then he'll move right on up, and that's exactly what he did. Now he's got about four cars directly ahead. Joe Moore, let's see what he does over there. Works his way into turn number three, falls in now behind Ernie Irvin, Dave Marcus, and Hut Strickland. Can't seem to shake Jeff Gordon. The man busy, though, Mark Martin, riding in third. He's got three lap cars between himself at the front two. Ken Schrader, Jimmy Spencer, and Hut Strickland between third place Mark Martin and the first and second place cars. Here's Gordon looking to the inside of Wallace. Gordon gets the good jump off turn two on the back straightaway, tries to even sees him racing side by side just ahead. He's forced now to fall back in line. It's amazing how Jeff Gordon has adapted to this business. No more experience than he has racing against guys like Rusty and Earnhardt and some of the fellows who have been here for 20 years or more. When he has a car that's better than they are, he'll race them just as hard as anybody. At times when he doesn't need to use up the race car, he's not a bit bashful about giving way and letting you go ahead and get around him knowing that his car is good enough somewhere that you're going to wear yours down a little bit and he's able to get back around. Shows an awful lot of patience and maturity for no more experience in Winston Cup than he has. The leader, Wallace, up off turn two. Wallace getting a little breathing room. Maybe a car lengthy advantage now over Jeff Gordon. Gordon was slowed a bit trying to get through some of that traffic. The man who really is strong at this stage of the race, Bobby Hamilton, getting back on the tail end of the lead lap. He has left the front runners. Hamilton has moved away from Rusty Wallace by about ten car lengths and continues trying to draw away from the field. 
Mark Martin with Rick Mass trying to close on him from behind, also trying to get through some of that traffic. Martin dives to the inside of Hunt Strickland, clears that car, still with three separating him from the race leader. Got to get by Ken Trader, Jimmy Spencer, and Bill Elliott. Coming up on the halfway point in the Holly Farms 400 here very shortly, 175 laps are complete. Race leader Jeff Gordon trying to get around some lap traffic off of four. Makes a little contact trying to get up underneath Jeff Bodine. Bodine's going to try and give him the outside, though, in one and two. Gordon goes to the outside lane, gets up alongside Jeff Bodine, trying to put him another lap down. They'll race side by side down the back straightaway. While second place, Rusty Wallace, he's having to deal with Bill Elliott in a similar situation. Kind of felt like a moment ago that once Jeff Gordon got around Rusty, he might just pull off and leave him. That's not been the case as Rusty's been able to stick right there about a two or three feet behind him, and that's the case again off turn two. Jeff Gordon finally clears Jeff Bodine. Now Rusty Wallace gets by Elliott and Bodine, so the front two can go at it again. They're nose to tail entering turn four. Rick Mast has just gotten around Mark Martin for the third position, so Mast back up to third, dropping Mark to fourth. Mark has two lap cars between himself and fifth place, Dale Earnhardt. That group of cars working their way, still in traffic, off two. Up front, Rusty Wallace right up on the rear deck of Jeff Gordon, tried to get the line on him off turn two. In three, here's Rusty up alongside. They're dead even racing off turn four for the lead. As we said a moment ago, Rusty doesn't hesitate. If he sees an opening, he takes it and pays off for him. He grabs the lead once again away from Jeff Gordon and pulls away by half the car length as they go over to turns one and two and up the back straightaway. Rusty Wallace flashes off turn two, hits his back stretch, stretching out his lead by a car length over Jeff Gordon. Back in third now, still Rick Bass feeling the heat from Mark Martin and still busy trying to get by three lap cars. Dale Earnhardt has cleared the two lap cars between himself and Mark Martin. Now Earnhardt drawing up on the back bumper of Martin, while Mark and Rick Baster pinned in some pretty heavy traffic. Both those lead lap cars squeezed down to the inside, trying to get by the machines of Jeff Bodine, Jimmy Spencer along there. Here is Mass now, the third place car to the inside of Jeff Bodine. He'll clear him in turn four. Now Martin dives to the inside of Jeff Bodine. Rick Mass just squeezed in and some of that lap traffic he can't get around. Robert Presley is down to the inside. Kenny Schrader's on the outside. They're running door to door, looking back at about eighth and ninth position. Bit some whale of a racing going on back there. As Dale Jarrett hung on to it for just a moment, also locked up in that is Terry Labonte, Jeff Burton, and Ricky Rudd in turn three. Those cars settle down single file this time as they come into the corner, racing among themselves back off turn four. Looking their way down to the start-finish line now for the moment. It'll be Terry Labonte, then Jeff Burton, then Ricky Rudd. Rudd has lost a couple of spots in the last few laps in that exchange of positions among that group of cars. While up front, Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon putting on a little short track racing show here in the early part of the race. They've swapped the lead back and forth a few times between them. For now, it is Wallace out in front, but Gordon continues to dog him. Nose to tail off turn two and on the back straight away. Here's Gordon stepping down on the inside lane. He'll take his opportunity to make the pass to the inside of Rusty Wallace. Gordon back to the head of the pack. Wallace goes a little bit high. Some lap cars now dive to the inside of him. Rusty's car went a little high going off in turn number three. Gordon takes advantage of it and again trades the lead with him one more time. 189 laps are in the record books in the Tyson Holly Farms 400. About 10 laps away when the leaders come back from the halfway point and $10,000 up for grabs from Gatorade. The Gatorade front runner award to be passed out to the eligible leader at the 200 lap mark today. Right now, the man in charge for that is Jeff Gordon, who is out in front. The third, make that the fourth position, has just changed hands. Dale Earnhardt made the move around Mark Martin. Now he's going to try and catch up to Rick Mast. Got to clear some lap traffic, though. First of those will be Ken Schrader. Earnhardt tries to go to the outside of Schrader, coming into turn three, but now falls back in line with the mark. 
Martin right up on his rear deck. This racetrack has probably changed already a couple of times. North Wilkesboro is notorious for not staying the same all day long. When we started the race earlier today, a little bit of overcast skies, and about 30 or 40 minutes after it began, the sun popped out, and the temperature has gone up considerably. So the racetrack right now probably a little warm, and that's making some of these cars kind of slide around a little bit. Off the corner, back down to turn number one, goes leader Jeff Gordon. And right now, he is putting a lot of daylight on the second-place car of Rusty Wallace. In fact, Rusty's going to have his hands full with Rick Mast here in a lap or so. Yeah, Mast has closed in on Rusty Wallace after getting himself clear to some of that lap traffic. He tightens it up even more coming into turn three, right up on the bumper of Wallace's Ford. Mast draws up on Wallace, now looks to his outside off four. The back end wiggles a bit as Mast powers up off the corner. He has to go back in line, single file for the moment. Now seeks some running room around Rusty in traffic. Forced to fall back in line behind Rusty as a flash-off turn number two. That's the way they'll race back into turn number three. Two lap cars ahead of Rusty separating him from Gordon. That's Robert Presley and Bill Elliott. Five laps to go to the halfway point for a leader as he swings back into turn number one. A lot of traffic he's going to have to work his way through. The next car Jeff Gordon will catch will be Bobby Labonte and Dave Marcus and Morgan Shepard. He heads for three. Jeff Gordon works the outside lane this time entering turn number three. Gets by Robert Presley and falls in behind three more slower cars. Bobby Labonte, Morgan Shepard and Dave Marcus. Change for fifth position. Dale Jarrett works around Sterling Marlin on the backstretch and into turn number three. So Jarrett, after starting well back in the field in the 30th position, is now cracking the top five just before halfway. The leaders are on the backstretch. Jeff Gordon shows the way, closing in on two cars, racing side by side. But he's got a bit of a cushion now between himself and Rusty Wallace. A couple more lap cars making that a little bit easier for him. And the last car that is on the the lead lap is going to be Bobby Labonte as Jeff Gordon closes in on him with three laps away from the halfway point right now, up off turn two. Gordon squeezes to the inside momentarily. Looks for a chance to get by Morgan Shepard there. Now he'll fall in behind Shepard's forward. Entering turn three. Morgan Shepard right now slipping a little bit wide off four. Not enough for Gordon to go underneath him. Now Shepard gives Gordon a look at the outside line as they cross the stripe. Lap 197 complete. Gordon in traffic with Wallace and Mast right behind. Jeff Gordon Chevrolet up off turn number two. On to the back straightaway. Falling in behind Morgan Shepard. Not pushing the issue for now. But she could certainly get in trouble easily. Now in four, Gordon drives down to the inside of Shepard to clear him. Gordon puts it down to the inside of the racetrack, working all that lap traffic for the last four or five circuits around has allowed Rusty Wallace and Rick Mast to take a shot at him. In fact, Rusty's within striking distance off turn two. Gordon's got himself completely boxed in now with Robert Presley in the outside lane. Morgan Shepard just ahead. Nowhere he could go, but nowhere that Rusty Wallace can go either. He's wide up on his tail. Here comes Gordon now down to the cross flags. Halfway through the Tyson Holly Farms 400, Jeff Gordon collects the $10,000 Gatorade front runner award as the leader at halfway now tries to put a lap on Morgan Shepard. Rusty Wallace still right there with Jeff Gordon trying to make the move. Gordon swings around on the outside of Morgan Shepard. Finally gets a nose out in front of him but Rusty, Rick Mast, Dale Earnhardt and Mark Martin are all there with him. Rusty's car strong enough for the last four or five laps had it not been for lap traffic. Might have been able to get the lead away again from Jeff Gordon but for the moment he's going to have to just settle in to second place. We're just past the halfway point of the Holly Farms. Today's Tyson Holly Farms 400 on MRN Radio is sponsored by Lowe's Home Improvement Warehouse, the official home improvement warehouse of NASCAR and the sponsor of Brett Bodine's Ford Thunderbird by Wix Filters, the choice of Joe Gibbs Racing. Bobby the Body can't push Wix Filters beyond their limits, so chances are you won't either. By Kellogg's Cornflakes, the official cereal of NASCAR and sponsor of Terry Labonte. By Moog Quality Chassis Parts, the choice of every NASCAR team running. By True Value, 
the official hardware store of NASCAR. True value. Help is just around the corner by Bosch, makers of Bosch Super, the premium copper core spark plug. By Sears Auto Center, the name you can trust for tires, brakes, shocks, and struts, alignments, and, of course, diehard batteries. And by TNN. Watch the Demolition Derby Showdown live Friday, October 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern on TNN. We are just past halfway in the Tyson Holly Farms 400 at the North Wilkesboro Speedway. The race lead is Jeff Gordon's. He has a very close call in traffic in three. Three wide coming into the corner. Morgan Shepard trying to unlap himself with Dave Marcus on the outside lane. Gordon was just smack dab in the middle. Rubbed a little bit of tires up against each other coming into the turn, but everyone survives. Gordon gets away out front now by 1.1 seconds over a new second-place runner. That is Dale Earnhardt. He moved around Rick Mast for third a couple laps ago, then moved around Rusty Wallace for second. And now Earnhardt trying to chase down Jeff Gordon again just past halfway. Gordon with the lead, Earnhardt second, Rusty Wallace third, Mark Martin in fourth. And fifth position is held by Rick Mast. Running sixth at the moment is Jeff Burton. Dale Jarrett is seventh. Terry Labonte is eighth. Sterling Marlin is ninth. Tenth is Ricky Craven. Eleventh is Ricky Rudd. Twelfth is Bobby Hamilton. Kenny Wallace is thirteenth. And Michael Waltrip is fourteenth. And those are the only machines on the lead lap. At this point, we've been slowed by two cautions. The lead has been changed ten times by six different drivers. Average speed of the race, 99.752 miles an hour. And this mid-race update has been brought to you by STP, celebrating 25 years with Richard Petty, a partnership in racing and high performance. STP, drive a better car. Tell you what, Dale Earnhardt is on the move right now. He's working traffic real about as good as the leader, Jeff Gordon. In fact, he's within three car lengths of chasing him down off turn two. Earnhardt working on slower traffic now, getting to the inside of Dave Marcus, now falling in behind Michael Walter. That now the only car separating him from Jeff Gordon. Earnhardt working up off turn number four now, trying to dice his way down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. Michael sees him coming, gives Dale a little bit of running room at the inside of one. Now about three car lengths between Earnhardt and Gordon. Here they come off turn two, flashing down the back straightaway. Further back now, Rusty Wallace and Mark Martin going at it. That's the race for the third spot. They're side by side behind the front two, Gordon and Earnhardt. They've been a good scramble for the last four or five laps around. Rusty out drags him off turn number two. Mark's going to try and go around him on the outside as they get down into turn number one. There's some lap traffic directly ahead. Door-to-door battle off the number two turn and up to three. Rossi's got the inside groove, though. That's the fast way down the back straightaway. He'll swing down on the inside of Mark Martin. Now lap car makes it even easier for Rusty to make the pass. Jeff Bodine following Rusty through to the inside of Mark Martin. And then Jeff, just coming off the pit lane a few laps ago, will go right around the inside of Rusty Wallace and continue zipping his way up toward the leaders. You can definitely tell when somebody's been on the pit lane with new tires because he is so much faster than the guys that have been out there on the racetrack for 25 or 30 laps. And you come back out with a new set of tires on and the guys, the spotters are telling them whoever they're catching or whatever that I'm sure that say the car you're catching there moving up behind you has new tires. You might as well pull over and let him go and that's exactly what they do. But it does make a tremendous difference. Earnhardt again is there about a car length back this time on leader Jeff Gordon as they come through three and four. Gordon hugs it right down to the bottom of the racetrack but Earnhardt is dogging him. He has for the last four or five laps around. 
Dale takes a look to the outside in turn number one, pulls a fender up alongside about a foot, might try to make the pass on the outside. Earnhardt hooks it up in the outside lane, pulls even with Jeff Gordon, he'll flash by him in turn three. Gordon tries to battle back, but now he'll fall back in line behind a new leader, Dale Earnhardt. For the first time in the race, Dale Earnhardt out front at lap number 221 now, so Earnhardt taking the lead away from Gordon, while Mark Martin took the third spot away from uh, Rusty Wallace. Wallace then lost the fourth spot to Jeff Burton. He may lose fifth on the backstretch. It is Rick Mass now trying to use that outside lane to get by Rusty Wallace. Wallace has been slipping a little bit of the turns the last few laps. Here's Mass trying to take advantage. They're side by side. Rick Mass comes around on the outside. A lot of these cars now beginning to move around in the corners, not sticking well at all. It's about time for some pit stops for some of those as they work their way back into the turn. Rick Mass gets around Rusty Wallace and heads back up to three. Two cars fall back in line, single file, and now here comes Dale Jarrett closing in on that fifth place battle. He's got a lap car, the machine of Jeff Great separating him from Rusty. Handling on Rusty Wallace's car, deteriorating late in this run, while Earnhardt's car seems to come on stronger in relation to the other machines late in the run. Could make it interesting if the end of the event comes down to a long green flag stretch. Well, a lot of teams would like to see a caution in the last 30 or 40 laps here at Wilkesboro, but more times than not, there's an equal amount of cars that hope it will end up in a real long run because they seem to be better there. We've already seen a couple of pit stops for some of the, t- the cars that are on the lead lap. A moment ago, Ricky Rudd was in. Right now, Johnny Benson is in. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Now the crew now wheels around to the left side of the Pennzoil Pontiac. It'll be a four-tire stop. Very routine. No chassis adjustment. Bill Tucker's already put in the gasoline. A little bit of problem with the left rear tire, so the stop a lot longer than they would have hoped. Some of the cars that have already made their pit stop, Wally Dollenbach, back on lap 200. Bobby Labonte has come in, along with Morgan Shepard, Ricky Rudd, and Kyle Petty have all made their stop. We look for the leaders, the guys on this end of pit road, Jeff Burton and Terry Labonte to come in around lap 245 or 250. Good race shaping up for what would be third and fourth spots now as Jeff Burton has chased his teammate Mark Martin down. They're up off two and on the backstretch. Jeff Burton swings around on the outside. Once again, Mark Martin does that little death movement, I guess, that's kind of slowing down up off the corner. Let's Burton swing around on the outside. He'll pick up the spot. Yeah, Burton's had a great race car all day long here. Don't count him out of having a shot to win this thing if circumstances play in his favor. Jimmy Spencer in and out, and the Smoking Joe's Camel car will go back onto the raceway. 227 laps are complete in the Holly Farms 400. About to have a challenge for the second spot as we come back to North Wilkesboro Speedway in the Tyson Holly Farms 400. Dale Earnhardt with about a three-car length lead on Jeff Gordon, but Jeff Burton now has drawn in on the back of Gordon. Jeff Burton's best finish here in North Wilkesboro, a 26th place. He's having a top-five run thus far today. He's after Gordon on the backstretch. Burton was trying to make the move of Jeff Gordon going into the corner, but now the lap car of Bill Elliott with fresher rubber kind of mixes that battle up. Matter of fact, Elliott's going to help the situation out for Burton. He opens the inside lane. And Burton makes the move to pick up second. Gordon drifted up just a little bit high and diving down to the inside goes Jeff Burton. So he will move up now, try to chase down Dale Earnhardt as he works his way up the back straightaway and up to turn three. Earnhardt following some lap traffic right behind the Robert Preston machine. Then you've got Bill Elliott and Bobby Hillen's lap cars before Jeff Burton rides along at the second spot. Earnhardt crossing the start-finish line now as Rick Mass, the fifth-place machine, drops off the racetrack, as does Rusty Wallace running eighth for green flag pit stops. This will be lap 237 now. Mast is in down toward the turn three and four end of the pit road. 
Rick Mastrew servicing his machine there while Rusty Wallace works his way back around toward his stall. Bobby Hamilton in also. Hamilton running in ninth now on the lead lap. As here comes Wallace cruising all the way down toward the turn one end of the pit lane. We cover his stop with Jim Phillips. And last time in, 17.44 on Wallace's stop. Crew goes to work on the right side. Here's Bobby Hamilton. Hamilton on that green flag run had passed the leaders and then made up a half a lap. He was a half a lap ahead when he comes in on this green flag stop this time. Hamilton, of course, running third last week. Rick Masco's flashing by. Wallace has stopped 17.2 this time. He just needed a caution flag a moment ago and needed to get a break and get himself back up there in contention to uh, maybe get a break and have a shot to win this race. That's how good Hamilton's car has been. Here come more of the front runners. Dale Jarrett is bringing his car in. Terry Labonte is on pit road. A moment ago, Ricky Craven was in also. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Terry Labonte's crew working on the right side of the car. They've already got the right side rubber on. Now they wheel around to the left side of the car. Walt Smith has the car cranked up as Slugger Live pulls off that left front tire. They clean the windshield. It'll be a four-tire stop for Terry Labonte. 18.15 seconds now to Jim Phillips. Earnhardt and Gordon are in. Gordon right in front of Earnhardt. Earnhardt crews on the left side. So is Gordon's crew now. They made a chassis adjustment on Gordon's car on the right side. Earnhardt is down. 19.1. On the stop for Earnhardt, he beats Gordon out of the pits. Jeff Burton took over the race lead for a lap. Now he is in in front of Winston Kelly. And the crew's already changed the right side tires on the car. They're on the left side. They put the Unical gas in. One round of wedge in the left rear of the car. 20.03 seconds to stop for Jeff Burton. He stops coming around lap 239 to 241. We'll see more of the front runners in here in the next few laps or so. This has been an interesting race here today. I was looking just a moment ago to see who was out of the race. Alan, we haven't lost the car. Hadn't even been anybody behind the pit wall to work on the car. Passed halfway. Only had one uh, incident on the racetrack. Had two cautions. One was for debris. One when Kyle Petty got bumped and turned around off turn four and then was bumped by both uh, Bobby Hamilton and Ernie Irvin. But everybody able to continue from those incidents. And we have remained under the green flag since lap 70. We're now at lap 242. The race leader off the pit lane is going to be Jeff Burton. Great work by Buddy Parrott and the XI team has Burton out in front with the race lead though he has plenty of company Jeff Gordon passed Dale Earnhardt a lap after they came off the pit lane to take over second Earnhardt now running third those three cars in traffic now heading up off of turn two and onto the back stretch Sweezy down on the inside Jeff Burton trying to open the lane falling in now as they enter turn three behind the Bill Elliott car Gordon just hit behind him and Earnhardt has cleared the lap car of Robert Presley Give a call to Jeff Burton and that team in the last few weeks. As we said, they've really turned the corner. Things, things have really fallen their way. They've done a lot of homework at these different racetracks. Second time around, they said we'll run good, and they have the second part of the season. Barney, let me just uh, back up and update once more on the scoring. Ricky Rudd is actually the race leader right now. Ricky stopped earlier at lap 222, and he is about a quarter of a lap, maybe a, th- a straightaway or so ahead of Jeff Burton, Jeff Gordon, and the rest. So Ricky Rudd is actually the race leader right now with Jeff Burton second, then Gordon and then Earnhardt in third and fourth. Mark Martin is a couple of seconds back in fifth. Then you will have in sixth position Dale Jarrett, Michael Waltrip in seventh, though he's about to lose that spot to Rick Mast, who's been running eighth. Ninth will be Sterling Marlin. Bobby Labonte will be tenth. Then you'll have Rusty Wallace, Kenny Wallace, Terry Labonte, Morgan Shepard, and Bobby Hamilton. And that will be the 15 cars on the lead lap at this point. So Ricky Rudd is out in front by virtue of having stopped 20 laps earlier than the others and using that speed to his advantage right now, those fresher tires. Ricky's one of the drivers in 1996 looking for his first win. He's won a race every year for the last several. Has not been able to get to victory lane this year. Ricky Craven back in for a second stop, and he goes back 
back onto the racetrack. 248 laps are on the scoreboard. So for Ricky Rudd right now, having his day in the sun here at North Wilkesboro, he told me one time a, a year or so ago, we were doing a couple of radio interviews here, and he said, North Wilkesboro has been a great track for me. My finishing record doesn't show that, but he said, I've been in contention to win here probably as many racetracks as anyone I've ever run, but just doesn't have that many wins here at North Wilkesboro. Rudd the leader right now in traffic up in turns three and four, comes out of the corner. That's a big break for him to have that traffic between himself and the second-place car of Jeff Gordon, or make that uh, Jeff Burton as they work back into turn number one and head up toward Joe Moore. Rudd may be a little bit concerned, though, with what he sees just ahead of him, Barney. Derek Cope is the next car he'll approach and laughing some of the members in the tail end of the field, and Cope's got some smoke pouring out of the back of his car. Obviously a problem for Derek Cope as he rides along in front of the race leader. And farther behind them, Jeff Gordon makes the move to the inside of Jeff Burton and grabs the position away as they went into turn number three. So Gordon now up to second, Burton back to third, Earnhardt in fourth, all this happening about two seconds behind race leader Ricky Rudd at lap 250 of 400. At North Wilkesboro Speedway, what was over one second lead for Ricky Rudd is now down to one car length. Jeff Gordon closing on Rudd now. Rudd out on tires that are about uh, 30 laps or 20 laps older than Gordon's. And Gordon now closing in in traffic in two. Rudd works the outside lane, getting by Ted Musgrave, the Bush Pole winner for today's race. Rudd and Musgrave side by side, just behind him, Gordon and third place, Dale Earnhardt. And he'll follow Ted Musgrave underneath Ricky Rudd off turn number four. And Jeff Gordon will go back into the lead. Ricky almost had to know he was a sitting duck to have uh, rubber that was 30 laps older than the leader out there, which is now the leader, Jeff Gordon, so he doesn't even put up too much resistance there. No point in it. Earnhardt slides by also. They're back in three. Gordon picks up the lead now with Earnhardt falling into second. Ricky gets back in line ahead of some lap cars off turn four. We have caution coming out of the speedway at lap 260. The yellow flag. Oil has been dropped in turns three and four. Jim Phillips might have an idea from where that oil came. Well, we fight through the smoke. Derek, a lot of smoke out of the back. What's the problem? Well, I think we have a rear gear that's uh, burned up, so uh, bringing our day to an end early here, but we'll try to just get back out and for bad cock and pile at this point. Well, that's a story from Derek Cope. The rear end gears, the problem, they're putting a new one in right now, and he'll be back out on the racetrack. So perhaps oil coming out from Derek Cope's broken rear end gear, slicking up the racetrack, if you will, in turns three and four. That the reason for the third caution of the Tyson Holly Farms 400. With that, here come all the leaders on to pit road for service. Stops will be at lap 261. Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt come out of the pit lane with the top two spots in that order. We'll see who wins the race off of pit road. Jim Phillips scrambles out to cover the stops. Well, Jeff Gordon is in right in front of Earnhardt. Right behind him is Sterling Marlin, Mark Martin. Here comes Rusty Wallace, who had the best pit stop the last time. But too much track position. Here comes Bobby Hamilton and Michael Walton. Both Chevrolets are up on the left side. That's who's going to win the race off. It's going to be a dead heat. Jeff Gordon is going to win the race off. Winston Kelly. Ricky Rudd will get out ahead of Jeff Burton and Terry Labonte. Bobby Labonte follows Rick Mass from further on down pit road. Falls in between the Labonte brothers. And Morgan Shepard on this end of pit road. More pit stops in front of Mike Bagley. Dale Jarrett has been in, a chassis adjustment on his Ford, a round of wedge into the right rear. Also, four tires in Unical gasoline. Rick Mast was in, routine service there, four tires in Unical gas. Now the cars a lap or more down are in. Jeff Bodine, Jimmy Spencer, and others on this end of the pit lane. So Jeff Gordon wins the race off pit road. He becomes the leader once again. Dale Earnhardt follows him out in second position, and Dale Jarrett will line up third. Under the third caution of the Tyson Holly Farms, 400 now after... 
oil dropped, perhaps from Derek Copes failing rear end gear in turns three and four. The cleanup work continuing on the speedway right now. Fifteen cars on the lead lap off the pit lane. Jeff Gordon, the race leader, with Dale Earnhardt second, Dale Jarrett coming out third, Ricky Rudd off the pit lane in fourth, and Mark Martin comes off pit road in fifth. The rest of the top ten are Jeff Burton, Sterling Marlin, Terry Labonte, Rick Mast, and Rusty Wallace with the final five on the lead lap belonging to Bobby Hamilton, Bobby Labonte, Michael Waltrip, Kenny Wallace, and Morgan Shepard. That's the way we run now under the caution flag. Take a minute say hello to the Grand Marshal of today's race, the Divisional Sales Manager for Tyson Foods, Dennis Martin, here with us at North Wilkesboro today. Dennis, good to see you. Thank you, Alan. On behalf of all the good people at Tyson Foods, we're proud to sponsor the 18th annual Tyson Holly Farms 400 right here in North Wilkesboro, where Junior Johnson launched his legendary career. Like the participants in this great sport, we at Tyson Holly Farms pride ourselves on hard work, performance, and quality. I want to thank all the fans here at North Wilkesboro Speedway and all of you listening to this MRN broadcast for joining us today, for sharing our love of stock car racing, and for helping to make Tyson Holly Farms America's number one brand of fresh chicken. I know you folks have a lot of guests here, a lot of employees here, and uh, this has been a big part of your uh, corporate culture, if you will, over the years, this event. Yes, it has, Ellen. It's something we have truly enjoyed. Uh, we're, we're, we, like the fans, are very much a part of the sport. Uh, have enjoyed our uh, association with the Speedway here and with NASCAR. Dennis, we appreciate your participation in today's race and in this race over the years and uh, hope we get a chance to do it again sometime. Great. Thank you very much. Dennis Martin, the Grand Marshal of today's race, the Divisional Sales Manager for Tyson Foods here at North North Wilkesboro today. While we're still working, caution, the cleanup crew's taking time right now to get a blower out there and kind of clean up the racetrack. Some of the rubber that is worn off the tires here this afternoon, they're pushing it up to the very high outside groove and some down toward the the inside. Talk about Ricky Rudd and the day he has had here. Uh, Ricky has run well here at North Wilkesboro, and I believe Winston Kelly has been down in his pit. Winston, what are they thinking? Well, let's ask Richard Broom. He's sitting up here on one of these Gatorade coolers. Richard, you guys were kind of back in the pack, and now all of a sudden up front. Have you made any changes to the car or just the pit strategy put you up there? Well, we've been making changes to the car and our pit strategy. We, uh, we've changed that around a little bit, and I reckon a combination of both of them is the reason we're up there. How about the tire wear? We've got a little bit less than 140 laps to go. Do you kind of split the difference? Is that the stop strategy from here on out? Yeah, the rear tires, are uh, they're going away like at 50 and 60 laps. That's the word from Richard Broom, the crew chief on the car. They've got just under 140 laps, about 134. So look for a lot of them to kind of split the difference and put around 67 laps to go. A lot of teams have impressed me here this afternoon, and I know you feel the same way, Alan, but certainly one of those has to be Dale Jarrett's team. They got toward the tail end of the field a couple of times, fought their way back, and every time since about the, even before the halfway point of this race, they've been a factor up in at least the top eight, and right now they're sitting up there, I believe, in third place. Good pit work and good strategy, and obviously a good running race car. The gremlins that bug them throughout the first couple days of the race weekend having been cured for today. Today's broadcast of the Tyson Holly Farms 400 brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by North Wilkesboro Speedway to MRN Radio, solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the expressed written consent of NASCAR and MRN Radio is prohibited. While we have a moment, take a minute to remind you of some upcoming broadcasts on Motor Racing Network. Next week, excuse me, the weekend after next, two weeks from today, Sunday, October 13th, we will have one of the greatest short track stock car races in the United States live for you on the radio. We'll be at Nashville Speedway 
USA for coverage of the All-American 400. It is a NASCAR Slim Jim All-Pro Series race that draws the best short track stock car drivers from around the United States. And we look forward to bringing that to you from Nashville two weeks from today at 1245 Eastern Time. Tickets available now at Nashville Speedway if you'd like to join us for the All-American 400. We pick up coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series three weeks from today at North Carolina Motor Speedway in Rockingham. That is Sunday, October 20th for the AC Delco 400 and continue through the deciding uh, moments of the NASCAR Winston Cup season on to Phoenix, Arizona, Sunday, October 27th for the Duraloop 500 and at the Atlanta Motor Speedway in Georgia for the Napa 500 where the Winston Cup champion will be crowned on Sunday, November 10th. All of those events live on Motor Racing Network and ticket offices at all of those speedways are open throughout the week for you to make your plans as we wind down the final events of the 96th season. Well, we said a moment ago we did not have any attrition here. Derek Cope went to the garage a few minutes ago. I believe Jim Phillips might have tracked him down. Jim? Uh, yes, we did, Barney. And he said, uh, of course, the rear end gear had uh, malfunctioned on his car. We're going to talk to Ray Everham right now. And he's talking to the official a little bit. Ray, looks like it's not only been your car today, this pit crew's turned out some heck of a pit stop. Well, everybody's working uh, real hard. Uh, everybody's doing their job, and we know what that's what we've got to do. Car's real good. Jeff is doing a heck of a job, and these guys are doing their job. So we just got to hope that we can all keep doing our job and have a good day. Looks like you've been getting up both the corners really good today. Well, we've worked on that. That's that's the key to getting down the straightaway here. You know, you've got to you've got to be able to roll through the middle without pushing, but you've got to be able to get up without burning that right rear off. And, and Jeff is doing a great job controlling the throttle. That's Ray Everham as they seek their tenth win today here at North Wilkesboro. Field is going to get the signal one more lap, and we'll go back to green when they come back to the start finish line. We talked to the great run Dale Jarrett is having. Mike Bagley is in his pit, and we're calling up on the toolbox to get a word from Todd Perry, the crew chief. Todd, you guys start at 30th right now. Dale's up to the third spot. What's he saying about the car? Well, you know, we've worked on it all day long, and, you know, we started out and had a caution there about 18 laps, and a couple guys, the guys behind us actually stopped for tires. We should have pitted. Just a rookie crew chief mistake, and he's drove real hard all day. The guys have had excellent pit stops. The car's real good right now, so, I mean, just stay up there and see what we can do with them. That's Todd Parrott, crew chief for Dale Jarrett. Be going back green flag racing next time by race fans. Something special available for you now as they wave off the restart. A bolt has been spotted up in the groove in turn one, so they have to send somebody out to pick that up. Another lap before we'll race anyway. MRN Magazine is now available for you. It is free upon request to MRN Radio listeners. Where do you find it? Participating Western Auto and Parts America stores. Get your free copy while supplies last. Dale Earnhardt on the cover and uh, several interesting feature stories inside on several different topics. Lots of great color photography, too. MRN Magazine, now available at Western Auto and Parts America stores. And the price is the best thing of all. It's absolutely free. You can't beat a deal like that. 270 laps on the board. They'll cut them loose. One more lap around. It will go back to green. The racetrack is, is spanking clean, as they say. They swept the inside and outside. Everybody has on four brand-new Goodyear Eagles and a tank of Unical fuel. And ready to get down to some serious hard-nosed racing as we'll be going into the final 100 laps here in the Holly Farms 400 very shortly. Fifteen cars, I believe, are still being shown on the lead lap. Morgan Shepard is the last one of those. Jeff Gordon leads. Dale Earnhardt lines up second. He'll be followed by Dale Jarrett, Ricky Rudd, and the top five will end up with Mark Martin there as they get ready to go back to green. Lap cars down to the inside, quick cars that are on the lead lap on the outside. Pace cars already on the pit lane. Jeff Gordon now jumps on the throttle, begins working his way up through the gears. Dale Earnhardt stays right with him. In fact, right up on the back bumper, almost has to give him a shot. 
in turn one as Earnhardt now gets some running room up to the outside. Earnhardt looks around on the outside of Jeff Gordon who finally has to make the move by the lap car of Robert Presley. Now nose to tail the front three. Gordon, Earnhardt, and now Dale Jarrett makes the swing around on the outside of Presley. Dale Jarrett and Ricky Rudd hang in there also riding third and fourth. They don't want to get any lap traffic between themselves and the leader. Here's a scramble for second place. Dale Jarrett down inside of Earnhardt off turn two. Jarrett just dove down to the inside. They make contact on the back straight away. Again, they make contact. Coming to turn three. Earnhardt nearly breaks loose. Hangs on to the car, but Jarrett now falls back to third. Ricky Rudd comes to his outside. A little emphatic racing in the late stages of the Tyson Holly Farms 400. Ricky Rudd now going to go up to the outside of Dale Jarrett for third. Here's Ricky Rudd trying to battle off turn number two. Works the outside groove along Dale Jarrett. Meanwhile, Earnhardt gets away by a couple of car links. The race for third is side by side. We're looking at Dale Jarrett. He's trying to hang on to third place. There's a big donut just behind the right front wheel on that. Looks like something also dragging on the outside of the car where they might have made contact just a moment ago. Robert Presley gets sideways off turn two, keeps it in a straight line. And that was just in front of Mark Martin, who's also trying to steamroll his way up through the pack. Up front, though, Jeff Gordon's lead. Now four car lengths over Dale Earnhardt. Looks like what's sticking out from the side of Jarrett's car, Barney, is a little black stripping, a little fender skirt they have down on the outside of the race car. Doesn't look like anything major, certainly, that's going to affect the running of the car. I would be more concerned if I were him if that contact with Earnhardt hadn't knocked the front end alignment uh, a little bit askew, maybe knocked the toe in on the car a little bit. He's really got his hands full right now. Yeah, it isn't anything solid. You can kind of see it rippling like a piece of paper or something uh, rubber or whatever as they go back into turn number one. And Joey, they got pretty good solid together up there a moment ago, didn't they? Yeah, they did twice as a matter of fact. Uh, Jarrett just kind of dove once he cleared the lap traffic on the inside. He got by Robert Presley's car, dove to the inside of Earnhardt. They touched once about halfway down the back straightaway, then came together again coming back to turn four. A great job of saving the car by Dale Earnhardt and for Jarrett as well to maintain his spot there in third. Right now, Jarrett's got his hands with Ricky Rudd, who has tried a few times to get around him and get the third position. For now, Rudd has been unsuccessful, and those front four have a good distance of racetrack and a couple of lap cars between themselves and the rest of the top ten. It is Gordon, Earnhardt, Jarrett, and Rudd at lap 279. We're approaching the final 100 laps of the Tyson Holly Farms 400. Jeff Gordon out in front has opened up a little more of an advantage on Dale Earnhardt, but fifth spot is where the action is. It changed hands a lap ago. Jeff Burton made the move around Mark Martin, and now Sterling Marlin trying to get by Martin for what would be the sixth spot. Sterling takes a look to the inside off turn number four, had a fender up there for just a moment. Now has to tuck back in single file. They're back in one, and he's got the inside groove on Mark off turn two. Marlin got rooted up out of that inside lane, which is exactly what he wanted to do. Now Terry LeBron Labonte's going to try to make the move as well. So Marlon goes by. He gets six. Labonte by for seventh. Rick Mast gets by Mark Martin for eighth. Mark slides back three positions in the course of a lap now. The handling not to his liking in this stage of the race. Mark sliding back toward the tail end of the top ten. For Sterling Marlin having his best run in some time. His last three races have provided finishes of 21st, 17th, and 31st. And the team needing a good run to kind of turn the momentum back the other way as we close into the end of 1996. They are having it here today. Yeah, that's one of those teams we were talking about that several teams had impressed us here today. Dale Jarrett, one of those, certainly Sterling Marlins team of Larry McClure having a good run, and they needed to get things turned around as the season wound down also. 290 laps go up on the scoreboard in the Holly Farms 400. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. Now the front five beginning to spread out a little bit. Jeff Gordon has an advantage over Dale Earnhardt of about three or four car lengths. It's about a second back now to the third-place car of Dale Jarrett. 
who got together with Dale Earnhardt a little bit earlier. It's a couple of car lengths back behind Dale Jarrett to the fourth place car of Ricky Rudd. Then it's almost a second and a half back to Jeff Burton over in front of Joe Moore. Here's the race for the sixth spot just behind Jeff Burton. That's where Sterling Marlin and Terry Labonte are going at it. Labonte opens the lane. He'll get by. Rick Bass comes by as well. I'm going to reset the field for you now as we close in on lap number 300. The race leader is Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt is second. Dale Jarrett third. Ricky Rudd fourth. And Jeff Burton is fifth. Terry Labonte is now sixth. Rick Mast seventh. Sterling Marlin eighth. Mark Martin runs in the ninth position. Rusty Wallace is tenth. Eleventh is Michael Waltrip. Bobby Hamilton is 12th, Kenny Wallace 13th, 14th is Bobby Labonte, and Morgan Shepard is 15th in the last car on the lead lap. A lap down in 16th is Bill Elliott, 17th is Jimmy Spencer, 18th is Hutch Strickland, Ken Schrader is 19th, and Ted Musgrave is 20th. Two laps down in 21st position is uh, Ricky Craven with uh, Lake Speed in 22nd, Johnny Benson 23rd, 24th, John Andretti in 25th, Brett Bodine. Three laps down in 26th is Joe Nemechek, Darrell Waltrip in 27th, and Dave Marcus in 28th. Four laps down in 29th is Robert Presley, and 30th place, Jeremy Mayfield, 31st place, Jeff Green, and 32nd place, Jeff Bodine. Jeff Bodine now five laps down in 32nd with Kyle Petty in 33rd. Six laps down in 34th is Wally Dallenbach. Running now some eight laps down in 35th is Bobby Hillen. Ernie Irvin is 11 laps down in 36th. Derek Hope has come back from the garage area. He is 30 laps down on the racetrack, though, and in the 37th position. Dale Earnhardt gets a little closer each lap around. The leader, Jeff Gordon, he's chased him down now to about a car length back. And Joe Moore, the leader, is about to catch a whole pack of traffic over in three. Quite a few cars just ahead of the race leaders as they close in now on the tail end of the field yet again. You've got Dave Marcus, Bobby Hillen, and Kyle Petty just ahead for leader Jeff Gordon. Wally Dallin back with a scheduled pit stop, we assume, on the pit lane. Some of the teams stopping much shorter than others, and work continuing on his car. While at the head of the field, it is Earnhardt continuing to chase Gordon up the backstretch. Here they come down the back straight away. Earnhardt looks for an opportunity to move to the outside. He'll fall back in and follow the tire tracks of Gordon off turn four. Got inches off his bumper that time, right in the middle of the corner. Then when they come off the turn, Gordon is so strong coming up off the turn. Earnhardt is strong in the middle of the corner. He's able to pull up on the outside a little bit this time off turn two. Not close enough to make a move, though. Once they come up off turn number two, Gordon about a car length out in front of him, but Here's where things might shake up a little bit. They are closing in on the tail end of the field. It's Gordon and Earnhardt. One car length between them now. Across the start-finish line at lap 299. The double-wide lap traffic in front may give Earnhardt an opportunity. Jeff Gordon falls in line behind Dave Marcus. That's the car down on the inside. Marcus racing for a while there alongside Bobby Hillen. Now Gordon fills the slot underneath Bobby Hillen. Earnhardt's wide upon Gordon's bumper. Jeff Gordon starts his march up through that lap traffic that we talked about. Earnhardt's going to have to do the same thing. If he's able to stay with the leader, Earnhardt, too, gets underneath Bobby Hillen. Now they're uh, running in behind Dave Marcus over in turn three. Single file down the back straight away, falling in behind Marcus. Marcus, meanwhile, goes to work on the car just ahead of him. Jeff Green, Earnhardt peeks to the outside of Gordon, but now gets back in line. That's the start-finish line now. Gordon and Earnhardt still looking for that opening in traffic. Jeff Green and Dave Marcus side-by-side in front of the leaders. Dale trying to take the outside groove this time, getting alongside Jeff Gordon. The race for the lead on the back straight away going to be determined by what the lap cars just ahead do. They are side by side in front of the lead. Earnhardt doesn't really know whether to stay out there and run behind Jeff Green or tuck down to the inside and hang behind the leader, Jeff Gordon. He makes his mind up in the front straightaway. Tries to get underneath him down in turn number one and almost did it. Here they come, working to the inside of Jeff Green. First Gordon will open to the inside lane. Now Earnhardt dives down low. He'll get up along.
strong side. Gordon Earnhardt with a nose out in front at turn four. Off of the corner, Earnhardt will slide up in front of Gordon and take the lead at lap number 303. So Earnhardt back out in front. The side-by-side racing has allowed Dale Jarrett to close in in third. Here they come off turn number two, down the back straight away. Jarrett into the third spot. Still got some distance to make up and shut down the distance. Now he closes in even more on Gordon. Now, every time today that somebody has taken the lead away from Jeff Gordon, he's been able to ride along within third, fourth, fifth, whatever, and he's been able to come back and go right back around after a run of maybe 10 or 12 laps. He's not letting Earnhardt get away, just keeping him in sight this time. About a car link back in turn three. Knows the tail coming back to the turn. Gordon still checking out the possibilities of where he may be able to get by. In turn four this time, Jeff's going to try a little bit lower line, but now off the corner falls back in behind Earnhardt. 95 laps to go, shaping up for a dandy finish to the Tyson Holly Farms 400. Two laps after Jeff Gordon took the lead away from Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt took it back. He did it on the backstretch and into three. Worked his way down to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Waited for the opportunity. They exchanged a bit of sheet metal, but he cleared him and made the pass. And now Dale Jarrett is after Jeff Gordon. It's going to be a dandy finish here this afternoon if those cars are able to make that pit stop, that final pit stop, if they do make it. Trouble in turn number three. Robert Presley gets spun around some contact between he and John Andretti coming into the turn. The leaders slow down to come by as Presley tags the outside wall. And caution comes onto the speedway immediately at lap 313. Back to Joe Moore. Robert Presley working the outside groove, trying to get by John Andretti. They made some contact at the end of the back straightaway. Presley tried to hang on to it, but it just looped around and hit the outside retaining wall. Presley now trying to get it turned back around and going in the right direction. This puts us under caution for the fourth time in the race now with, uh, what do we have, 77 laps to go in the race, and it shall make that uh, 87 laps to go in the race. It'll be interesting to see now as we run out that final stretch to the finish, who is able to handle at the end of that long run if we were not to get another caution from here to the end of the event. Right now, though, here come all the leaders on the pit lane. It'll be lap 314 for the stops. Ricky Rudd is going to be the first in. Terry Labonte also to his stall quickly in front of Winston Kelly. Well, Rudd's crew already working on the right side of the car. Several pit stalls up. Here comes Bobby Labonte in for service along with Morgan Shepard, Terry Labonte, and the crew of Jeff Burton. All of them are going to get four tires. It'll be interesting to see who can be first off the leaders in front of Jim Phillips. Well, Dale Earnhardt's crew is working around the left side. Here comes Gordon's crew around the left side. Right behind them, Sterling Marlin and Mark Martin. Rusty Wallace's crew right up above them. Then Michael Waltrip and Bobby Hamilton. It's a dead heat, but this time Earnhardt wins the race off the pit lane. Let's go up to Mike Bagley. Dale Jarrett and Rick Mastin on this end of the pit lane. Four Goodyear Eagles and a round of Unical gasoline. Jarrett had a brief problem with the left front. A little delay for the Jarrett car, but he was down in the way. Right now, the cars are laughing more now. Jeff Bodine, Jimmy Spencer. All of the lap cars are on pit road right now. So pit stops completed. Dale Earnhardt wins the race off pit road. Jeff Gordon comes out right behind him, followed by Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Burton, and Rick Mast. That'll be the top five. Half a lap from a restart at North Wilkesboro. 17 lead changes among nine drivers today. Average speed of the race, 95.034 miles an hour. 15 machines on the lead lap. Dale Earnhardt is the man out front for now. This mid-race update, sponsored by Sports Image. Attention, Dale Earnhardt fans. Join the 96 Dale Earnhardt Fan Club now for only $15, and you have an opportunity to purchase the inaugural Fan Club Edition diecast car. It's for members only featuring the club insignia and year on the famous Black Monte Carlo. Call Sports Image for more details. 
details, 800-342-7612. Back under green, 80 laps to settle it here at North Wilkesboro and find out who will win the final Winston Cup race at this speedway. They're back in three. Earnhardt leads the pack into turn number three. Now Jeff Gordon and Dale Jarrett have all cleared the line of lap cars down on the inside. Bill Elliott, the lap car, next in line before you get back to fourth place. Jeff Burton, fifth place Rick Mast, still with a couple of lap machines inside him. Here's Jeff Gordon now going after the lead. He's got the inside lane off turn two, tries to pull even with Earnhardt. Here they come into turn number three. Side by side, Gordon's got a nose out in front, and Dale Jarrett bearing down from third. Boy, it is a wholesale shuffle off turn number four this time. Four cars up there dicing for the lead. Jeff Gordon just took it away from Dale Earnhardt. Now Dale's got his hands full with Dale Jarrett trying to take away second place off turn two. Jarrett's forward slips just a tad off turn two. Now he's forced to fall back in line behind Dale Earnhardt. You've also now got Jeff Burton up there in the mix. Burton has cleared the lap traffic. He is in fourth and looking down to the inside of Jarrett for third. Jeff Burton having a peek down to the inside in turn one while Jarrett's right up on Earnhardt's back bumper. Little bumper cars between the three of them. Jarrett trying to get to the inside of Dale Earnhardt. Jeff Burton trying to get to the inside of Dale Jarrett. What a shakeup up front for now off turn four. They are nose to tail with the top spots. Jeff Gordon would like to see that continue back there from second place on back. A little rooting and shoving and gouging and whatever to allow him to maybe open up some daylight and run away with this thing. But so far he hasn't been able to do it. He's back in three. Gordon's got about two car lengths now on Earnhardt. Here is Jeff Burton trying to get the inside lane underneath Dale Jarrett. He'll fail in doing that. They make some contact now in four. Burton is on the move. Burton with a bump on Jarrett's back bumper. He's up out of the groove, up down the main straightaway into the outside lane, and Jeff Burton sweeps by to the inside and picks up third. Burton grabs third. Now Jarrett falls back in line in fourth. His next challenge would come from Rick Mast, who's about a half a second back and separated by the lap car of Bill Elliott. Jeff Gordon is a leader. Lap 326 goes up on the scoreboard as he goes back to turn number one. He's three car lengths ahead of Earnhardt. About a car length between Earnhardt right now and Jeff Burton. About an equal distance back to the fourth place car right now, Dale Jarrett. Now we'll see what Burton can do with Earnhardt. He sneaks in on the rear deck of Earnhardt Chevy coming back to the corner while Gordon stretches out his lead by five car lengths. We made the, re- the observation a couple of times today that the long green flag runs seem to benefit Earnhardt the most. We went green with about 80 laps to go in the race. Jim Phillips is down in Earnhardt's pit to see what they would prefer. Another caution with about 40 to go to get fresh tires or run this thing out to the end all the way under green. Jim? David, you want the green flag the rest of the way? I believe we do, Jim. The car seems to be the best on long runs. Uh, Dale's done a terrific job in taking care of the tires. I'm really proud of this pit crew, the way they're putting this car out to try. That's David Smith, crew chief for Dale Earnhardt, and they definitely want it to go green the rest of the way. Well, Dale Earnhardt has just lost second place to Jeff Burton. He got under him going off turn number two, so Earnhardt's waiting for the car to really start kicking in and get himself back up there in contention to win if it stays green. But the change for second place a moment ago right now has Burton trying to chase down Gordon in the backstretch. Burton picks up a car length advantage now over Dale Earnhardt after getting by, but he's still some five car lengths behind race leader Jeff Gordon. Gordon is gone on this particular restart. He is out front as we wind the stopwatch by 1.2 seconds over Jeff Burton, the second place car. Looking farther back toward the end of the top five, Rick Mast holding down the fifth spot under some pressure from Terry Labonte. Rick Mast working there trying to get by the lap car of Bill Elliott as Terry Labonte bears down on him. They'll fall back in line and race single file in the turns three and four. Terry Labonte, I figured, might get up there and be a player in this thing also. Usually North Wilkesboro is his cup of tea, but today he has had to struggle a little bit to stay up in the top five. He works on Rick Mast down in turn number one, trying to get 
himself a little closer to the front. Couldn't do it that time. Terry got a run down on the inside for a few moments, but Bass pretty strong coming up off the corner. He'll hold him off as he race back into turn number three. Terry this time falls back in line behind him. Haven't heard much from Rusty Wallace lately. He runs back in the seventh position. Make that the eighth spot with Michael Waltrip in ninth right on his back bumper. Up ahead of him, Ricky Rudd running in seventh. A little bit behind Terry Labonte and Rick Mast. Closer to the front again. That race for the fifth position. Coming off turn number two. Terry Labonte saw the opening to the inside. Rick Mast, though, has to slow down for a moment. He's still trying to get by the lap traffic just ahead. Well, really a good day for Rick Mast. Good solid run for him here this afternoon. He's another one of those cars we talked about that's been very impressive. Haven't talked a whole lot about Bobby Labonte. He's had a good run here today. And Michael Waltrip has had a very impressive run here also this afternoon. Michael's still very much in the thick of things as far as a good solid finish. He's what, ninth? Running ninth right now and on the lead lap. And at this point in the race, Barney, with less than 100 laps to go, the 15 drivers that are on the lead lap, all of them have had a good race. They had the opportunity to get laps down earlier on in the race when we went for that long stretch of green through some green flag pit stops. But people like Kenny Wallace, Morgan Shepard, Bobby Hamilton, Bobby Labonte, Sterling Marlin, Michael Waltrip, they're all still on the lead lap. So they're all having a good day just to be in position to have a shot at the win at this point, which is on the lead lap. And North Wilkesboro is a very hard racetrack to get it dialed into, and anything can happen before this one is over. I've, many, many times over the years coming to North Wilkesboro, you think it's pretty well settled with 50 laps to go or 40 laps to go, and things kind of turn totally around, and somebody goes to victory lane that you didn't expect. Could be that kind of a finish for the the ring and the curtain down here on Winston Cup Racing at North Wilkesboro. But for the moment, it is Jeff Gordon. He has been extremely strong all day, and that's the understatement of the afternoon here. Right now, Jeff Burton pedaling just as hard as he can, as we say sometimes, trying to chase him down. The interval between first and second hasn't changed much in the last four or five times around. But Joe Moore this time, as they go through the corner, looks like Jeff's picked up a couple of car links on him anyway. He's closed in a little bit on Jeff Gordon, and he's also leaving Dale Earnhardt. We told you he picked up a car link or two a few laps ago. Now he's stretched it out to nearly ten car links, the margin between second and third. It was a little over a second a few laps ago. Now it is eight-tenths of a second, so Jeff Burton has indeed trimmed a couple of tenths off Gordon's lead as they work the backstretch. Burton continues trying to reel in Jeff Gordon. Meanwhile, back for fifth. That battle is eased up a little bit. They finally got by the lap car of Bill Elliott. Terry Labonte falls back in line behind Rick Mast. Does an attempt to get by, at least on this lap. Rick Mast having a good, solid run, as we said. Terry Labonte's tried to work him over a time or two and get around. Hasn't been able to do it. This time, dives to the inside down in turn number one. Puts Mast out in that high groove. And Rick drifts a little bit high, and he loses a spot. Terry Labonte gets by to pick up the fifth position. Now Rick Mast falls back in line in the sixth spot. Now seventh place, Ricky Rudd has to go to work on the lap car of Bill Elliott. Ricky Rudd running about five car lengths behind Rick Mast with Bill Elliott in between himself and Rick Mast. And now closing into the back of Ricky Rudd is Rusty Wallace as they work off the corner. Wallace sees the opening down to the inside, falls in line, single file as they hit the back straight away, several car links before he'll have the opportunity to work on Ricky Rudd. Up in fifth, though, Terry Labonte, after getting by Mast, he's picked up a car link on him. 341 laps on the scoreboard, about to make it 342 for the leader right now as he works his way up the back straightaway, and again Jeff Burton closes a wee bit more. Burton within four car links of Jeff Gordon within the next five laps or so. They're both going to be seeing the tail end of the field again. Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett, and Terry Labonte. Those are the top five drivers with 58 laps to go. More heavy lap traffic for the race leaders now. Jeff Burton has caught Jeff Gordon as Gordon has to work some cars off too. Heavy pack of traffic. Four cars full just ahead of the race leader. Here's Gordon going to work on him. First getting by Bobby Hill and now closing in on Robert Presley at Lake Speed. 
Working away off turn number four. This crowd going to be up and cheering here in just a moment. Jeff Burton has run down the leader, but as we say many times, catching somebody's one thing, getting around them is another. Lap traffic, the big factor right now for both the first and second place runners in turn three. Gordon opens a lane on the outside of Lake Speed now to clear that car. Jeff Burton just behind him on his bumper, choosing the lanes that Gordon follows through. Now to the outside of Speed, they'll fall in behind Robert Presley. Presley trying to wave the leaders around to his outside, but wasn't quite clear of Lake Speed yet. Now he's able to get down into the inside in two. Gordon flashes by Robert Presley, now gets some clear running room. Burton right on his tail as they come back to turn three. Big problem now is if this race stays green, what does Jeff Burton do? Do you really use up the car trying to get around and hope it's good enough to hold him off, or do you just kind of ride there and try to stay within striking distance, see whether a caution comes out toward the late stages. For the moment, he's just going to ride there, one car length back up in turn three. Follows the tire tracks of Jeff Gordon Chevrolet for now as they drop back down to the low side of the track in turn number three, inches separate the front two as they exit turn four. And Dale Earnhardt closing in from behind. We've mentioned already, the longer it goes, the better he seems to be in relation to the other cars. He was a couple of seconds back with the help of that lap traffic that the front two had to work their way through and kind of uh, blaze the trail, if you will. Earnhardt has closed that down now to within five or six car lengths of being in touch with the front couple of machines. Later on in today's broadcast, we find out who Western Auto, the official auto parts and service store of NASCAR, selects as the mechanic of the race. Top NASCAR mechanic getting $2,000 from Western Auto. The season-long standings for the $25,000 Western Auto Mechanic of the Year Award. Ed Guzzo from Jeff Gordon's team leading Gary DeHart, the crew chief for Terry Labonte, and Steve Meal, Mark Martin's crew chief, the Western Auto Mechanic of the Race. We'll find out who shortly. Now the leader has 45 laps to go here at the North Wilkesboro Speedway to ring down the curtain on the last short track of the season and on Winston Cup racing here at the North Wilkesboro Speedway. Jeff Burton had caught him a couple of times there, pulled right up on his bumper for the moment, just seems content to ride a couple of car lengths back. They're both going to have to thread their way around a lot of lap cars before the checkered flag comes down here this afternoon. Still riding third is Dale Earnhardt. It's a long ways back now to Dale Jarrett, who is in fourth position, looking back for the fifth-place car. That would be Terry Labonte, and riding sixth is Rick Mast. In seventh is Ricky Rudd in eighth right now. That may be the best battle on the racetrack. Mark Martin trying to keep it away from Rusty Wallace. Wallace got a run at Mark coming up off turn number two, but halfway down the back straightaway, Martin just a little more powerful. He'll hold off Rusty Wallace's advances, and they'll go nose to tail off turn four. Mark Martin running in eighth, Rusty Wallace ninth, farther back in tenth, as Jeff Burton takes a stab at the lead under Jeff Gordon in traffic, won't be able to make good on it. Farther back in tenth now is Sterling Marlin with Bobby Hamilton in eleventh and Michael Waltrip in twelfth. Those positions have changed hands in the last couple of laps. Leaders swerving to the outside of Darrell Waltrip. Burton trying to find a way around Gordon. Burton sees the outside lane open up, sees an opportunity, but now Gordon comes right up against the outside retaining wall that'll prevent Jeff Burton from making the move. So he falls back in line yet again behind Jeff Gordon. Jeff Burton's a couple of times had a real good strong run coming off turn number two up off turn number two and has been able to get up alongside the leader. But that's also one of the strongest points on this racetrack for the leader, Jeff Gordon. This time he's still two car lengths back. Burton seems to be pretty strong but seems to also be very patient here in the closing laps of the race. He's had a fender alongside several times but really hasn't pushed the issue for now. We gave you the top 10 runners, uh, mentioning Sterling Marlin in 10th, Bobby Hamilton in 11th, and Michael Waltrip in 12th. The rest of the lead lap, Bobby Labonte 13th, Morgan Shepard in 14th, and Kenny Wallace in 15th. Completing the rundown in 16th, the lap down is Bill Elliott, 
Hot Strickland is 17th. Ken Schrader's 18th. 19th is Jimmy Spencer. And 20th belongs to Johnny Benson. 21st position is Ted Musgrave. 22nd, two laps down, is Ricky Craven. With John Andretti, 23rd, two laps down. 24th is Brett Bodine. Then three laps down in 25th is Lake Speed and Joni Macek, 26th. Four laps down is Darrell Waltrip in 27th. Jeremy Mayfield in 28th. Five laps down in 29th is Dave Marcus and uh, the machine of Jeff Bodine in 30th. Running six laps down in 31st is Jeff Green, Kyle Petty in 32nd, and Robert Presley in 33rd. Running eight laps down in 34th is Wally Dallenbach. Ten laps down in 35th is Bobby Hillen. You've got Ernie Irvin running 11 laps down in 36th, and 30 laps down in 37th is Derek Cope. Nobody has retired from this race, and we are 37 laps from the finish. Looks like everybody's going to be running when the checkered flag comes down. This time, Jeff Burton goes way high over in turn number two, and it's going to cost him some distance between himself and the leader, Gordon, over in turn three. Gordon, a little successful, picking his way through traffic. Now he's got a lap car between himself and Jeff Burton, and Burton looks back and sees Dale Earnhardt starting to close it on him. Perhaps the handling on Jeff Burton's machine beginning to go away. Winston Kelly has wandered down along pit road toward Buddy Parrott and his crew to check on the uh, story there see what's happening in the exide pit winston go ahead well buddy parrot buddy the cars drop back just a little bit has jeff said anything the cars drop back a little bit has jeff said anything no we just uh, we're just sitting there just waiting on it we got about 40 laps to go so uh we're just gonna see what we can do here and uh jeff's driving a great race guys done a great job i tell you what it's the best he and i both are running this place along Best finish ever here in North Wilkesboro for Jeff Burton, 26. But he's never driven a car that's been prepared and coached by Buddy Parrott. Well, he's got it hitched up pretty good, but the pretty good may not be good enough to catch the leader, Jeff Gordon, and win this final race here at North Wilkesboro. Earnhardt beginning to come to life a little bit again, Joe Moore. He's knocked off maybe a tenth or two on the two front runners the last time around. Looks like Dale maybe just looked up at the scoreboard and saw what's left of the race and suddenly has turned up the wick. He just chopped his way past some of the lap cars and now begins to close in on second place Jeff Burton. For now, though, Earnhardt about a second behind Jeff Burton, the better part of a second behind, which is almost equal the distance that Jeff Burton is behind Jeff Gordon. No question, Gordon has opened up some ground now in the last several laps. Dale Jarrett closing on Earnhardt a little bit back in fourth, then a long ways back to Terry Labonte in fifth. Rick Mast a good distance behind him in sixth. Ricky Rudd in seventh may be in danger. Mark Martin trying to close on him. And that is the way the leaders are spread out around the racetrack now with 32 laps to go. At this point, Barney, it looks like Jeff Gordon's got a very strong race car underneath him. Just a matter of how it's going to run as we continue to put laps on this uh, set of tires. And time is going to become the factor very shortly, even for the cars that get stronger as the race goes on. There'll be 30 laps to go when Gordon comes back around this time. And for the moment, there's not really any close racing going on around the speedway. Everybody kind of waiting for the car to kick in. The big advantage for Jeff Gordon is how well he can work traffic. We talked about that last week up, up at Martinsville. The car is so strong, handles so good, got the horsepower to get it done and everything else, and he drives a smart race. He doesn't get the car wrinkled up, doesn't get it caved in, and as he moves past you, Joe Moore, you don't even see a, any kind of a mark on the car at all. It's one of the few cars out here at this stage of the race that does not have uh, marks on it. He does have a couple little uh, 
slight uh, tire marks on the right side of the car, but nowhere near the kind of damage we see on a lot of cars after a, a short track race uh, like at a place here like uh, North Wilkesboro. Gordon approaches the traffic, takes his time, picking his way through, never pushes the issue, and I think patience probably the key factor paying off for him. Gordon got pinched once going three wide into turn number three when a couple of lap cars got around him, and that's where those couple of donut marks that are on the right side door of his came from. Other than that, it has been a very clean, very steady, and very solid performance for Jeff Gordon in search of a 10th 1996 victory. He's now got less than 30 laps to go. With 21 laps to go, Dale Earnhardt has taken second place away from Jeff Burton and is on the charge trying to close in on Jeff Gordon. Problem is, he's got a good distance go to go to try and make it up, and he's working some pretty heavy lap traffic now. Tell you what, if there's a horn on that car right now, Earnhardt would have her wide open on Morgan Shepard saying, look, let me through. I need to run down the leader real quick and see if we can win this thing. Morgan gives him room on the outside, won't give up the inside groove, and Earnhardt will put nothing between himself and Jeff Gordon for the moment, Joe Moore, except a little daylight and about 100 feet. Earnhardt Gets a little bit of running roof, and all the while, Jeff Gordon is boxed in behind about four cars. Gordon has just made his way around Bill Elliott to put Elliott a lap down. Now he's working up to the outside of Jeremy Mayfield. He's got the 13th place car, Bobby Labonte, just ahead of him. Gordon goes wide to get by those cars while Earnhardt gets on the throttle, coming up off turn number two. He'll shut down the distance as they race back into turn three. The leader, Gordon, is caught behind some lap cars. Bobby Labonte directly ahead this time, and Jimmy Spencer up there, and they'll split out and go too wide going into the corner. That's going to hold up the leader a little bit and help Dale Earnhardt. The only problem is Dale has a couple of cars that he's got to get around to get up there. He'll have to pass Bill Elliott and the car of Jeremy Mayfield. Those are the two now separating him from Jeff Gordon. Gordon now makes the move by Bobby Labonte and falls in line behind Jimmy Spencer. Gordon tries to run up to the outside of Spencer. They get together. Now Spencer out of the throttle at the bottom of the racetrack, and Gordon will come by to his outside. Close call there for the leader. Here's Dale Earnhardt now, picks up a little more ground now on Jeff Gordon because of that incident. Coming back into turn number three, Earnhardt gets boxed in behind Spencer and Bobby Labonte. little contact there as they came across the start-finish line. We're looking at Gordon's car and see no telltale smoke or anything, so apparently nothing kicked in in the way he's getting around this racetrack. Didn't do any damage whatsoever. Dale Earnhardt now is trying to thread his way around Jimmy Spencer and Bobby Labonte to get up there. 16 laps to go. They're back in three. Earnhardt takes the outside groove now to bypass Jimmy Spencer. Races along beside him for the time being. Still has to clear Bobby Labonte to catch the race leader, Jeff Gordon. Well, Earnhardt's got a long way to go in a short time to get there. 1.86 seconds with 15 laps to go to try and get around Gordon for the win. They're on the backstretch. Gordon flashes down the back straight away. Now just entering turn number three. Here's Earnhardt halfway down the back straight away. He has cleared Spencer. Now finally makes the move by Bobby Labonte. Best race on the speedway is going to be back there for third place. Jeff Burton trying to hold on to it. Dale Jarrett trying to take it away. They got really close a couple of times going through three and four. Jarrett takes a look underneath him this time off turn two. They leaned on one another several laps ago. Here they go again. Side by side racing down the back straight away. This is for the third spot. Jarrett's going to win it coming into turn three. Jarrett will slide up in front of Jeff Burton in the middle of the corner and take the third position away. Jeff Burton falling back to fourth. It's a long distance back to Terry Labonte, who runs in the fifth spot, while Jeff Gordon continues pulling away from Earnhardt. Here's Gordon now racing back to the back straight away into turn number three. He'll fall in line behind Johnny Benson, Ricky Craven, and Michael Waltrip. Earnhardt still some ten car lengths behind him. Jeff Gordon hoping to put his name in the record book as winning the last Winston Cup race here at the North Wilkesboro Speedway, and things are looking real good for him with just 12 laps to go. Dale Earnhardt not gaining any ground at all right now on him off turn two. Let's see if Jeff gets boxed in now 
behind some of this lap traffic. A couple of cars there racing side by side directly in front of him. Ricky Craven to the outside of Johnny Benson. Here goes Gordon now plowing down through the inside. Gordon dives down to the inside of Ricky Craven. Clears him now. Michael Waltrip, the next car on the lead lap in front of him, running 12th. It'll be 10 to go when they come back around. Michael down to the outside lane. Now alongside the Johnny Benson car just ahead of Gordon. Gordon will fall in line behind those two as they fall in line single file on four. Jeff Gordon gets the indication as he crosses the lap the line. Ten laps remaining here in the Holly Farms 400. Dale Earnhardt not gaining any ground whatsoever right now. In fact, Dale Earnhardt looks back. There might be a contest for second place as Dale Jarrett's trying to chase him down. Jarrett's winding it up a little bit, but still he's about seven car lengths behind Dale Earnhardt. And you're right, Earnhardt's not making up any ground at all and trying to catch up with Jeff Gordon. All three of the drivers chasing Jeff Gordon for the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship have done what they needed to do today. They're all running in the top five. Only problem is, Gordon's out in front with nine laps to go. Here's Jeff Gordon steamrolling down the back straightaway, closing in at turn number three, just ahead of him. Bobby Hillen and Johnny Benson, they're racing side by side. There's two lap cars down between Gordon and Earnhardt. Jeff Gordon leads by well over a full second over Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt's about a half a second ahead of Dale Jarrett, the third place car. Jarrett has an advantage of a maybe a second and a half on the fourth place machine also as he works up off turn number four. The leader goes back to three. Race leader Jeff Gordon chops his way down to the inside. He'll bypass Bobby Hillen Jr. and now falls in behind the Pontiac of Johnny Benson. Quickly to find out who the Western Auto mechanic of the race is. We go to Winston Kelly. Dan Glouse, who's one of the chief mechanics on the Hooters Pontiac for driver Rick Mast has been named the Western Auto mechanic of the race. He'll get $2,500 and he'll, his name will go in the hat for that $25,000 is passed out at the end of the house with the Hooters Pontiac team. So he gets the Western Auto Mechanic of the Race Award today. Congratulating him. Rick Mast with a fine effort. Another top ten run in the makes here today. He's running six now with seven laps to go. Leaders Jeff Gordon working his way off turn number two. Down the back straight away. Finally makes the move around Johnny Benson's car. Looks back and again. There's a five car length deficit back to Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt's really turned it up at least the best he can. He's cut down maybe three, four, five car lengths on him with five laps to go. He trails as they go back into turns one and two. Jeff Gordon right now heading up the back stretch. Gordon sets sail in the back straightaway into turn number three while Earnhardt goes to work on some of that lap traffic that Gordon's already dealt with. First to the inside of Bobby Hillen. Earnhardt clears that car here in turn four. Gordon may be able to run out the final four laps without encountering any more lap traffic, though Darrell Waltrip is about a second ahead of him now. Gordon with four to go on the back stretch. Meanwhile, for second place, Dale Earnhardt again not making up any ground at all. Still ten car lengths behind Jeff Gordon. And he now he has one lap car between himself and the race leader, the Pontiac of Johnny Benson. Jeff Gordon comes down to the line. Three laps to go for Gordon as he works his way back into turn number one. Earnhardt didn't gain any ground that time at all. Still just one car between himself and the leader, but the distance is about a full second. They're over to three. Jeff Gordon flashes down the back straightaway, dropping down low into turn number three. He'll fall in behind the Chevrolet of Darrell Waltrip while Earnhardt still follows Johnny Benson. Watching Terry the body try and work Jeff Burton for the fourth position. Terry running fifth right now as across the line, Jeff Gordon with two more laps to go. He's off two. Here's Jeff Gordon now off turn number two, down the back straightaway, still following the Chevrolet of Darrell Waltrip as they come back to turn three. 
Jeff Gordon works his way again up into turn three and four. This time he's not going to press the issue to even catch any of that lap traffic. White flag for Jeff Gordon as he rolls off into turn number one on his way to victory lane for a win number 10 in 1996. Let's follow him around. Plenty of breathing room for Jeff Gordon here as he comes back around to chalk up his 10th win of the year. Again, he falls in behind Darrell Waltham. Looks back a second behind him. The second place car of Dale Earnhardt. For his fourth win in the last five races and for the final checkered flag at the North Wilkesboro Speedway in a NASCAR Winston Cup race, Jeff Gordon wins the Tyson Holly Farms 400, one second over Dale Earnhardt. Dale Jarrett will finish third, Jeff Burton will finish fourth, and Terry Labonte fifth. And what an awesome run the DuPont team is on of late as Jim Phillips joins them on pit road. Well, Ray, it looked like last week you paced yourself, saved the best for last, and went on to the house. I'll tell you, yeah, you know, I, I got to thank God first, like I always do, but I've wore his ear out here lately. Um, you know, I just I can't say enough about Jeff Gordon and, and uh, these guys, especially. I am I'm probably the luckiest guy in the world just to be part of this deal. But everybody gives 100 percent, and and again, thank God things are going our way. But they're just what a great team, and uh, I mean the credit's got to go to them. And they head to victory lane. And we'll be heading down to the garage to talk with some of the top five finishers and to victory lane also when we come back. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio, sponsored by Ford Trucks and your local Ford dealer. Have you driven a Ford lately? Jeff Gordon with four wins now in his last five races. He's gone to victory lane in the Tyson Holly Farms 400 at the North Wilkesboro Speedway. Jeff Gordon winning by 1.73 seconds over Dale Earnhardt, who finished second. Dale Jarrett was third. Jeff Burton fourth. And Terry Labonte fifth. The word from the winner shortly. First, let's go to the gas pumps in Winston Kelly. Well, with Dale Earnhardt, Dale, first of all, uh, it's a great run for you today. Well, I tell you, the team turned it around finally. We got... Got a good finish out of it. Our, our team has uh, got a good race car. and Same car I ran at Marsville. We just missed the setup real bad up there. And we like to won the race for the being the last one at Wilsonboro. But, it, you know, the tires, I, I just punished the heck out of them trying to run him down. I, I was doing some uh, good there, and then I got caught up in some lap traffic. But, you know, that's the name of the game is, is be there where you got to be there. And uh, we weren't there at the end. How about you got a special day tomorrow? Yeah, we got an open house at Dillon or Chevrolet. We're going to have a big day down there. So, Running good today. Pumps everybody up for tomorrow. Last Dale Earnhardt. He comes home second for the final time here at Wilkesboro. Earnhardt with the runner-up finish today. Jeff Gordon going to victory lane. A word from him shortly. Finishing third was Dale Jarrett. Great drive for Jarrett today, who started back in the 30th position. The members of the media covering today's Tyson Holly Farms 400 have voted the Goodies Headache Award of $1,000 to Ernie Irvin. Ernie was the race leader when Kyle Petty got turned around after contact with another car off turn four at lap 70, and Ernie got into him. Irvin, uh, his, car, his car just never right after that, and Ernie's going to finish the day back in 36th position. So Ernie Irvin gets the Goodies Headache Award award here at North Wilkesboro today. Down to Mike Bagley. And we've caught up with Dale Jarrett, as we were just talking about, 30th to 3rd. Not bad today, Dale. Yeah, not bad, but uh, guy leading the point still won the race, so uh, that part of it's not good. But my guys did a terrific job all day long. We were a little loose at the first, and they adjusted on the car and uh, had great pit stops all day. Uh, just didn't have quite enough there. Uh, we knocked the toe in out uh, one time, and, and that kind of hurt me in the center of the corner, and, and uh, that's just where we lost a little bit of speed, but it uh, wasn't bad. 
Whoa, Dale Jarrett uh, getting a little jesting from Dale Earnhardt as he walked by. They both are giving each other high fives as now Dale Jarrett is engaged in conversation with Dale Earnhardt. Good run for him here today. Let's go back down and check in with Winston Kelly. Now we're trying to make our way over to catch up with Jeff Burton. Both he and Terry Labonte have crawled into their trailer, so we'll get a comment from them in just a moment. All right, so we've heard from the second and third place finishers. Unofficially, the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship standings, the gap between first and second place, Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte will be 111 points at the conclusion of today's race. Gordon led the most laps, finished first. Terry Labonte never led during the day, finished fifth. So that 30 points added on to Gordon's lead. And now with just four races to go, it will be 111 unofficially at the conclusion of today's race. Of course, the official point standings not released by NASCAR till mid-morning on Monday after they go back and review the official finish of the race and double-check the point calculations and that kind of thing. But it looks like Gordon just uh, added on another notch. He just keeps trucking right along. I tell you, he's having a whale of a season. Let's check back in the garage one more time. Well, Jeff Burton is standing here talking to another... A lot of members of the media see if we can ease in here and get a quick comment from him. Jeff, you had a whale of a run today. Thought you had a chance at the win, and then the car kind of faded toward the end. Talk about your run. Well, we, we ran well all day. We uh, we were just talking here, and at times during the day, our car was the best car on a long run. And then I ran Gordon pretty hard there to start with. I had to run hard to get to him, so if he slipped, I could get by him. And I ran the car hard because... It did do good on long runs there, but then it didn't do as well on a long run on that last run. So uh, just I just need a little more experience in making sure we get you know on that last stop what we need, and I didn't ask for enough. How about the handling characteristics of that, uh, that last run? What did it do different? It just got real loose. It was spinning rear wheels pretty easily, and uh, about 20 laps into it, I knew we might have a problem and uh, started to back up a little bit and take it easy and try to, try to conserve the tires. But uh, once they go, it's really hard to conserve them. But nonetheless, held off veteran Terry Labonte and came home fourth. And down in victory lane, Jeff Gordon is celebrating an incredible 10th victory in 1996. Jim Phillips is with the race winner. Well, it looks to me like the same one as we had last week. Pace yourself, pace yourself, save the best for last, Jeff Gordon. Well, I certainly couldn't do it without a great team. I mean, uh, sure, sure, I drive the car, uh, but they're the ones, you know, coaching me, save the tires. They're the ones that are making those great pit stops to get us out there. And uh, I tell you what. You know, they did a great job adjusting that last set of tires, and, and the car was just beautiful. I, this is a real thrill for me to win here at North Wilkesboro, not just because it's the last one, but just because I know how tough this place is. It's so slick and so hard to win, and uh, we're racing the best out there today. And uh, I tell you, I learned a lot from Dale Earnhardt today about, about that line out there. It's too bad we're not going to ever get to use it again. But I tell you what, I think uh, the fans will agree they saw one great race here today. Let me ask you about to get him up off the corner. It looked like consistently today that your car was the best up off the corner of anybody. Well, when I adjusted my line just right, uh, you know, I could really get up off the corners on early in a run. Uh, and then in the middle of a run, I kind of started fading a little bit. I was running a little bit too too low and, and pinching the car off and burning the right rear up. So that last set was a really good set that they adjusted on, but uh, I had to change my line so it would last the, the rest of the way. And uh, I started arching it in a little higher, getting into one, coming off straighter off of two. And uh, Dale, like I said, he taught me a little bit about uh, how to get through three and four. I, I kept my momentum through there, but I ran a little bit higher right past the center of the corner and could come off really strong. Did it concern you a little bit, though, that you might have that many laps to go into green on, on that last stop? 
Well, what concerned me is that we got out there uh, and got a good lead and started pulling away from them guys, and I just knew they were going to come back on us uh, at the end of that long run. And, and Ray kept telling me, you know, take, take it easy, take it easy. And I, I was taking it easy. You know, I was driving it as straight as I possibly could. And, uh, you know, Burton, he scared me a little bit there. He, he, would come up, he came up on me. He was running strong. And uh, it was good to see Dale have a good run today. And, and I thought he was going to get us there for a little while. But we got lap traffic, and actually a traffic went in our favor today. 111 point lead well you know there isn't a a number big enough for me right now uh, you know we've we've been uh, in the lead before and we've seen what happens uh this team is just amazing and uh you know they got a lot of momentum and and this is a real thrill to be a part of it sure we'd like to win the championship but there's still four more to go and uh, uh you know i know who those guys are behind me and they're not going to be easy to beat First win at North Wilkesboro, his 10th one of the year. Jeff Gordon wins at North Wilkesboro. And again, unofficially extends his point lead over Terry Labonte to 111 points. Mike Bagley is with today's fifth-place finisher, Labonte. And we have caught up with Terry. Terry, fifth-place run for you today. Tell us about your ride. <laughs> well, we missed it today. We were, uh, we were off a little bit. The car was just a little bit too loose all day long. And the guys did a great job trying to get it, get it better. We improved it a little bit, but we just never got it quite right. Lost a few points today. Uh, does that change your strategy for the last four races we have left? Well, we hadn't stra- changed our strategy all year long, so I guess it really doesn't. I just hope that, uh, you know, we can come back these four next four races and run good. They've been some good tracks for us in the past, but so is this place. So, I don't know. We'll just go on and do the best we can. That's Terry Labonte, fifth place in the Tyson Holly Farms 400. I think most of these guys are realistic right now, saying the only way they're going to catch up is they're going to have to win a race, and maybe Jeff's going to have to have some kind of a problem and lose a chunk of points. Well, it happened last year. Had a 300 and what? Three, excuse me, 309-point lead at uh, one point. Uh, late in the going last year, and uh, ended up losing almost all of it to just barely hang on at the end of the season. Well, it can happen again. We've seen a lot stranger things happen in this business. Alan Kowicki pulled it off, the late Alan Kowicki, several years ago. So you don't ever give anything away in this business. We'll see what happens as the season winds down. We'll be right back. Continuing our post-race summary of the Tyson Holly Farms 400 at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Many of the post-race awards now being determined, including the uh, Ray Bestis Break of the Race Award that Barney and I will uh, award now. And uh, we talked it over a little bit during the commercial. Yeah, I think Ernie Irvin, we uh, usually try to give it to somebody that has a good break, but Ernie Irvin had such a bad break early in the event here this afternoon. Uh, I think I'll cast a vote in that direction. Ernie Irvin leading at lap 70 when uh, Kyle Petty got turned around off four. Irvin collected him, and he never led again the rest of the day. So $500 going to charity in the name of Ernie Irvin from Ray Bestis, the official breaks of NASCAR, the Ray Bestis Break of the Race Award here at North Wilkesboro. Jeff Gordon was leading at halfway. He picked up the $10,000 Gatorade Front Runner award for the running of this event let's take a look at the official rundown right now or unofficial i should say until nascar post it jeff gordon is a winner dale earnhardt comes home second dale jarrett will finish third jeff burton finishes fourth terry labonte fifth sixth will go to rick mass seventh to ricky rudd bobby hamilton will finish eighth mark martin ninth rusty wallace finishes tenth and sterling marlin eleventh all those 11 cars did finish on the lead lap. Finishing in 12th, a lap down was Michael Waltrip. 13th goes to Bobby Labonte. Morgan Shepard finished 14th. Kenny Wallace, 15th. Hut Strickland, 16th. Johnny Benson was 17th. Kenny Schrader is 18th. Ted Musgrave, 19th. And Jimmy Spencer make up the top 20. Finishing 21st was Bill Elliott, 22nd to Ricky Craven. Brett Bodine was 23rd. 24th today to John Andretti and Lake Speed was 25th. 26th went to Joe Nemechek with 27th spot belonging to Darrell Waltrip. Jeremy Mayfield was 28th, Dave Marcus 29th, and 30th went to Jeff Bodine. Kyle Petty was 31st, Jeff Green 32nd, 33rd to Robert Presley, Wally Dallenbach 34th, Bobby Hillen was 35th with Ernie Irvin 36th, and Derek Cope 
in 37th. Eight different drivers changed the lead 18 times. Jeff Gordon leading 230 of the 400 laps today. Only four cautions slowed the race for 36 laps, giving us a fairly quick average speed, 96.845 miles an hour. That is the race summary today here at North Wilkesboro. And again, the unofficial championship standings, 111 the distance between Gordon and Terry Labonte. Dale Jarrett is third, 187 points back. And Dale Earnhardt runs back in the fourth position and still a distant fourth at that. Barney, some final thoughts. Uh, we wrap up today here at North Wilkesboro, and uh, this will be the final time, uh, as best we can tell anyway, without having a uh, glass ball to uh, look into the future with, uh, the final time the Winston Cup cars compete at this speedway. Well, I, as we said when we first came on the air, I have a lot of good memories up here. I think most of the people do, and the, everybody we've talked to this weekend, and nobody's really sure what's going to happen at North Wilkesboro. There's speculation that they'll be running the Craftsman Truck Series up here at some time, some bush races down the road. Uh, as that old Bob Hope song, theme song went, I think if I had it right now, I'd play it. Thanks for the memories. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, remember a lot of great and exciting races here at North Wilkesboro and uh, hope that perhaps uh, somewhere down the road we get the chance to do it again with some other form of NASCAR racing. But for now, uh, we move on to other things. Uh, I know that... Um probably a little hard for some of the members of the audience to relate to, but I grew up as a boy around uh, the New England area, and the Boston Garden was a mecca for me. It was a sports shrine, and this past season, the Boston Garden gave way to uh, a newer, more modern facility, and no longer can you go see the Bruins or the Celtics play in the old barn, and uh, that was uh, a sentimental moment for me. Uh, unfortunately, uh, something sports fans go through from time to time. Yeah, that this happened in almost any division of sports over the years. As the sport changes, things uh, move on to different venues, as you said, and whatever, but uh, for North Wilkesboro, I think we'll see some more racing here some of some type. And as we said earlier and when we first came on the air, it's not the end of Winston Cup racing. It's not like this. We know we're all going out of business. There are at least three or four tracks within 100 miles of here where Winston Cup racing will continue. The Wix Charity Challenge today, Bobby Labonte raising $399 for the United Way from our friends at Wix Filters, completing 399 of the 400 laps. Now $6,924 have been chalked up to charity in the name of uh, Bobby Labonte and the Wix Charity Challenge from Wix Filters here uh, in the 1996 season. A couple of quick announcements before we wrap up and uh, move on out of here for the day. The New Hampshire International Speedway reminds you that the deadline for reserved seat ticket renewals as well as order forms for the 1997 Jiffy Lube 300 NASCAR Winston Cup race is October the 1st. Better get to it. If you have a ticket form, call the New Hampshire International Speedway if you have uh, questions. And the National Motorsports Press Association's most popular driver balloting is ongoing now. If you'd like to cast a vote for your favorite NASCAR Winston Cup Series driver, 1-900-737-6262. The cost is 79 cents. Bill Elliott is just ahead of Dale Earnhardt right now with Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, and Mark Martin close behind. Next weekend, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series moved to Sears Point International Raceway. The uh, Cragen on uh, Saturday afternoon broadcast live on TV and radio, a division of the Motor Racing Network at 4.45 Eastern Time. And Motor Racing Network, after next weekend off, returns to the air with the greatest short track stock car race in America. On Sunday, October 13th, two weeks from today, we'll have the All-American 400 from Nashville Speedway, USA. Hope that you can join us at 12.45 Eastern Time. Tickets available now at Nashville Speedway for that event. Then we rejoin the Winston Cup cars three weeks from today at Rockingham for the AC Delco 400. 
Upcoming programs on MRN Radio during the week. Ned Jarrett has the World of Racing weekday mornings. We'll have NASCAR today for you weekday afternoons. And Eli will be along Tuesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time with another edition of NASCAR Live. Also, if you're a college football fan, tonight at 7 Eastern, the Lee Corso Show on many of these MRN Radio stations. Thanks, Sherry Smith, for her help on the scoring loop here today and the voices you heard on our coverage from North Wilkesboro. Joe Moore, who covered the backstretch, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Mike Bagley, who are in the pit and garage areas. And now for Barney Hall. I'm Alan Bestwick for the final time, saying so long from North Wilkesboro Speedway, congratulating Jeff Gordon, the winner of today's Tyson Holly Farms 400. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.